KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia <laughs> sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. It's a Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Well, hello and welcome to the KVJ show. Good morning, everybody. Hey, what's going on? Just another Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Well, it's been freezing in this building, too. I don't know (laughs) if it's just me or what. I I wore long sleeves today, and I'm not sure it's enough. I dress like it's the tundra. Look at me. I got a snow cap on. I got... Yeah. (laughs) It's so hot, and then it's so cold. It's a recipe of me getting sick. Now you know how I feel. Menopause. You're all feeling it. Yeah, we are. It's hot one minute, it's cold the next. Yeah, just, you know what, It's uh, Florida is just such an unpredictable state. We got heat advisories going on outside during the day. It feels like 110. It feels like about 55 in here. <laughs> and I do kind of feel like Virginia's menopause is slightly contagious because I am getting hot flashes around the same time she is. Good girl, because if I go through it and I just know you're going through it with me, we're bonding. We all go down together, Kev. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you want to ride this meta- tra- menopause train with us, Kev? I'm good. Unlike you two, I don't think I have ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Bird has at least one ovary. Yeah, there's got to be at least one in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they said that uh, we just came off the hottest July ever in the history of planet Earth. <laughs> so never before has it ever been that hot on the planet. Not since they started keeping records in 1850. Wow. That is the word that they have when it comes to the heat. Did they really keep good records in 1850? I feel like they had like one of those pens that you dip in like an ink thing. And they wrote it on some piece of bark. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. It was very hot today. It's the hottest ever. <laughs> Thine butt will be sweaty. You might be mixing up your period slightly. <laughs> well, I think we're also doing a British thing. I don't know what we're doing. She yeah. kind of led me down the road of stupid. We, okay. went, we went British. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they say 62.42 degrees was the average surface temperature, and that is two degrees higher than the 20th century average. So, look, I can argue with you. It is hot out there. It is hot. It's it's a lot. That's what they say. It's a lot cooler in Florida though than it was in Texas. I'll tell you that. Insane, by the way. Texas was awful compared to florida so just be happy about that they got it way worse that is crazy yeah when i talked to my dad who's out in texas right now and he, he, he lives out there he sounded fatigued from the weather jaybird it's different i mean i'm not even kidding you it was like 12 degrees hotter and dry and it was blowing hot air on you it felt like somebody had their hair dryer next to your neck on that hot setting yeah. uh-huh. and you're like it's breezy, but it's hot breeze. Right. I, I felt like my, my dad was kind of looking at the weather as a person almost. They were really getting him down. Dude, I get it. I was just in it with your dad. You tell the juicy daddy. He's right. That Texas air, it just hits different. Just a little something different, huh? He's extra juicy because it's very hot out there. <laughs> okay. It's drying out the juicy daddy. Yeah, so you'll have hot <laughs> temperatures outside, freezing cold temperatures inside. So dress accordingly. Welcome to South Florida. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about what, what are you thinking about? 
All right, so what you thinking about, Bird? So I have a friend I was talking to yesterday who's going through it. They have a cat, and they were holding their cat, and their cat scratched the white of their eye. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, no. Yes. And Do they, I know this person? No, I don't, you don't know this person. They, they got they got sick from it. They got ca- a version of cat scratch fever In from their it. their eye? Yes, and they are, they said they've been nauseous, headaches. They're coming out of it, but they go, it's been awful. Whoa. They can see, and they're, they're okay as far as that, but it scratched their eye, and it messed them up for a good minute, and they, they said they have been going through it. And it, it, their cat's loving. It just kind of had a moment. And I guess any cat can give you cat scratch fever if it's got some bacteria in its claw. Wow. I know all morning I've been reading up on cat scratch fever. It is pretty... Uh, That's horrifying. Well, just that would be the worst spot to get scratched by a cat. Yeah, I can oh, see that. Oh, definitely. The eye ha- What's worse than the eye? I mean, maybe your private parts, I guess. What but are you no, doing with the cat? I'd I, I take it there, actually. <laughs> if the cat has access to your privates, what kind of perv are you? Cat, cat pervert. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever had cat scratch fever here before on the show. I had a relative who had it, and all she did was she was holding the cat, didn't scratch her or anything. She developed what looked like an everlasting gobstopper. That's from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate chocolate factory okay it was this candy it developed on her chest and she had to go to the doctor so be just be careful with some of these cats i don't know if you can if you can prevent it by giving it a cat scratch fever pill but all i'm saying is it's out there okay okay right. just be careful don't go picking up <laughs> random cats what's what's scary is it's not a random cat who is his own cat well i'm allergic to cats so i'm not picking up any cat i know yeah. you're not you got you, you have a cat attitude <laughs> but rocco my son loves cats and two of our neighbors have cats both of those cats are weird one of them scratched rocco See, I, I've got a couple of family members who are telling me I need to get a cat. They go, Bird, you got to get a cat because I'm so R, I'm RS, I'm, I'm, I'm rat sensitive. And they go, if you get a cat, you ain't going to have no rats around your house because they will, they'll take them out like flies on a rib roast. But then I can't come over because I'm allergic to cats. Oh, rats. <laughs> yeah. Virginia can't randomly stop over. With booze that I bring for free. She hasn't been over to my house in a, a while. She hasn't, huh? I'm yeah. due to load up your bar. <laughs> she kind of is. <laughs> How's that thing looking? Uh, it's, <laughs> my house is struggling right now. <laughs> Uh, what you got in your mind today, Virginia? Costumes, Kevin. Costumes, okay. Yes, yeah, so we have Bamboozle this Saturday. And for the first time ever, the KVJ show is going to be hosting one of the challenges. So we're going to be post up at ER Bradley's. Anybody can stop by on Saturday to ER Bradley's and hang out, have some cocktails. The theme of Bamboozle this year is hippie trippy tie dye. Okay. And so all the participants. 200 of them are going to be running loose, doing a scavenger hunt for little smiles through the streets of downtown West Palm Beach, getting clues, playing games, all dressed in costumes. So I'm picking out costumes for all of us. Jay Bird, I know you're set, but I'm going to get Kevin, Denny's, suits. We're all going to have fun tie-dye costumes. 
I'm working on that today. Okay. That's a good idea because we've never done it where we're at a bar kind of being stationary. We should get our own crew there, kind of just chilling out like an audience. We actually have never done it this way. We've always mingled and hopped around and gone from bar to bar and and kind of did the scavenger with the contestants. But now this year, we're going to be in ER Bradley's, so we totally could have a whole crew there drinking, doing shots. Do people have to pay to get into Bradley's? No, they do not. This is a little kind of a free event then. And Bamboozle is sold out. So if you waited to get your Bamboozle tickets, it's sold out now. So you can't do Bamboozle, but you can do ER Bradley's with us starting at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Okay. Uh, What I got on my mind here today, it is the 42% rule. I always love looking into different methods of productivity and how you can get the most out of yourself and how to do it. It's probably years ago. I think I got what was just called burnout, where I just think I went a little bit too hard. It was a weird thing where you just get completely fried and you can't do anything. You just kind of become numb. It was really kind of a weird thing I'd never, ever had happen. And so ever since that moment, I said, okay, I need, I need to start kind of like you know, looking at this. I think your body's like a car. And, you know, when you rev it too high in the red for too long, it just it just breaks down. And I think that's what it is. I think you can break yourself. And so if you're trying to not do that, the 42% rule is a way to think about how much you work versus how much you relax. They say studies have found that your brain and body need you to spend 42% of your time relaxing and not stressed to function right. They say that's about 10 hours a day. So if you want to remain your most productive self, you've got to have a balance of working hard and then resting. you got to hit the gas, but then you've also got to lay up and hit the brakes. If you don't, then just like a car, you'll burn out the transmission. They say you got to sleep, exercise, watch TV, read, anything else other than just your crazy little regular grind to unwind. You can't be like, well, I'm going to do some light work reading. That doesn't really do it. you got to unplug your brain and get onto something else. And they say if you can't get in 10 hours in one day, you can spread it out over a week or more. But on average per day, that's what you need. So maybe you might have to go hard for two days, but you better be careful because if you do that for seven days in a row, you're going to start hitting what's called that uh, burnout. So, I love it. Yeah. I think there has to be balance. If you don't have downtime, mm-hmm. then you can't enjoy your uptime. Well, and the, and the other thing that I'll say, too, is people are like, oh, no, I could do that. What happens in this is what used to happen to me. I've been sick in three years now, and that's probably about at least as long as that I've been trying to do this. They say that where your body makes up for it is if you don't listen to it, don't give it that 42%, you get sick. Yep. And then they say you'll wind up sleeping for at least 12 hours a day for a few days because your body needs to catch up. So like it or not, your body is going to demand that you obey the 42% rule. So either you can control how it goes or you can let your body take over and then slam dunk you. And then you have no control over that. Prioritize sleep and rest and brain reset because it's the only way to keep yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. Balance. Big theme in uh, season three of Cobra Kai. Balance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. So you can either follow the 40% rule or watch Cobra Kai. Either way, you're going to get there. All right. Well, if you are heading back to school and have pretty much been unplugged for the whole summertime, we realize that. But there are a lot of things that happened over the last two and a half months here on the KVJ Show. And we're going to get you a little bit caught up next. 
Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. While you were out of school and on vacation, we were busy. Here's what the KVJ show did this summer. Bird had a lot of other things going on this weekend. Tell me, though, which one of these things did not happen to him? Somebody who was uh, drunk at the live show got mad because he didn't remember their name. Did he accidentally break something at Virginia's house filming the KVJ horror movie on Friday night and hasn't told her yet? Did he buy a brand new drone that he broke in the first attempt? Did a drunk Virginia kept saying to Jaber, don't be mad at me? Following a very weird, awkward, uncomfortable <laughs> hug during the live show on Saturday. <laughs> that definitely happened. Uh, did a spider get stuck in his hair that he couldn't get out? And this one, just because it was a little too triggering, I saved until now. Did he find Lydia the lizard dead? <gasps> Some stunning things here, Virginia. Oh, no. Some stunning things. What do you think did not happen to Jaybird this weekend? Is Lydia dead? That's what that means? That's It's a big headline. It's a big headline. I don't know. Let's, let's hope we don't go there. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that that's got to be the thing that did not happen. Jaybird, which of these things did not happen to you over the weekend? I did not crash a drone. Oh. Oh my goodness. Liddy is dead. She's what dead. the heck is going on? I found her in the front, but the you know that wicker basket in the front yeah, of my house. That's yeah. where she would always crawl into. And there's also stuff in there. Yeah. I just she at the very bottom of it. She's dead. <gasps> she passed away. So, I, I did think she, she got, get in there and couldn't get out. I think she either something fell on her and she suffocated, or but. I, mean, I didn't do an autopsy, but I'm just yeah. kind of guessing. Aww. But she's no longer with us. And she had a marking, so you knew it was definitely Oh, her. it's definitely Lydia. Yeah, that was her oh, little man. home. If I wouldn't find her, I would look in there sometimes to see if she was there. And I hadn't seen her in a while. And I was going through some stuff yesterday, and I found her passed away. Gosh. I didn't want to post it because I thought it was kind of depressing. Damn. It ain't easy out there for a lizard. No, it's not. She was a special lizard because she did have dog-like qualities, and she would run up yeah. and follow me around the yard. I was you guys had a connection. Her. We had a really big connection. Yeah. We did. Oh, and at least tough. she had some babies, and she got to keep it going. Because she did. A, I'm pretty sure she had babies. Next generation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping she had babies. She either did that or she gained weight. I this, don't know. This is kind of like your own human version of Charlotte's Web. Yeah, I guess so. You remember that story, Virginia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what's going on here now. This is just, you know what? This is just made for the sequel. She, Circle of life. She was special because she really would walk around the yard. She, she had dog-like qualities. I would feed her. She mm -hmm. became my friend. She'd fetch. Yeah, we wouldn't fetch, but she mm -hmm. would just she'd, she'd, she'd come around. Yeah. She knew who I was. I knew That's she nice, was. That's nice, though. Honestly, you, you find a lot of kinship in just those little moments. Well, I wasn't expecting a friendship or any kind of relationship yeah. with a lizard, and it just yeah. kind of happened. Right. She, she picked me. I didn't pick her. Yeah. Aww. That's special. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. And, you know, life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Death. Will you do a little, like, a funeral for her? Sure. Do you want to come? Yeah. Maybe mock it? <laughs> <laughs> Make this special moment not so special. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up on what you missed. Hear and see the top 10 things the KVJ Show did this summer at kvjshow.com. It's KVJ. Well, it's early into the school year. Are kids already getting in trouble? Of course they are. My friend's talking about, uh, my son's talking about some of his friends that have already gotten kicked out of classes and whatnot. 
Like, geez, they didn't waste any time, did they? Rocco told me a story yesterday. It was his first day on the school bus. Yeah. And the school bus driver was having none of it. There was this kid who kept, I guess, messing with his seatbelt and doing something to it. It was like making noise, and she kept telling him to stop. He wouldn't stop. The school bus driver turned the bus around, brought the kid back to school, <laughs> brought him in the office. Really? Kicked him right off the bus. And Rocco, it was his first day on the bus. So he sat in the front seat and he was just kind of like, <laughs> you wonder if the bus driver did that as a whole plant or a ruse just to scare the kids. This is what's going to happen, kid. It worked on Rocco. He is not going to get out of line even an inch on that bus. Pretty big flex move on the bus driver. She turned that bus around, brought it back to the school and said, never again. Wow. <laughs> Good for her. I said, Rocco, were you scared? He's like, no, she wasn't yelling at me. She was yelling at other kids, but it was a little horrifying. We went back to school because he's like, I'm going to be late. Sure. Yeah. Rocco is a man that likes to be punctual. He's got his schedule, and, and that did push them back four minutes. Oh, no, four minutes, huh? <laughs> That's actually really impressive. I'll let you know how much the school bus driver was flying if he could do all that in four minutes. She was not playing around. Wow. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Yeah, they, they really aren't. I don't know where the uh, teachers are setting. I don't know if they're already kind of over the school year or not. But there's uh, a couple little things here and there that are happening. Whenever you throw this dynamic of kids and parents and teachers all together, there's going to be some kind of drama that's going to happen. Happen. We've already been here a little bit of it here. Got that one email about this uh, kid who's in the fourth grade, and they said, yeah, my uh, kid's teacher in front of the entire class told my son that his clothes were too tight for his body. <gasps> and all the no. kids kind of laughed at him, and now all the students are calling him Tidy Tim for his clothes. Already? Yeah. I don't want to start off the school year making a big deal about something, but I don't think this is cool with what this teacher did. No, it's not cool. Do I say something to the teacher, or should I just let it go? I probably would if I were you, just so you can go and like get a feel for her. Go request a little face-to-face and say, look, you know, it really hurt my son's feelings. Try the nice approach first, because... Being mean to the teacher right out the chute is not going to do any good for anybody. Trust me. <laughs> you sound like you know about that. I speak from experience. Were you? Did you get into a beef with the teacher pretty early on? Uh, yeah, Magnolia's kindergarten year. We had so much beef after Magnolia was in kindergarten, that teacher retired. What were you guys fighting about? Everything. I mean, seriously, what could you have been fighting about? Well, she was crusty and old, and it was time for her to be put out to pasture. Let's just say that. She came into school every day angry and took it out on Magnolia. Wow. And, and you were other kids. It. There yeah. was other kids that got the wrath, too, but yeah. It was bad. I think that's the delicate balance because you can. You can start a war with your kid's teacher. You and then, can. And then what do you do from there other than I guess you just have to try to get moved to another class? There was no other class. She was at a small Catholic school. Wow. It was Miss Angry or nobody. And does that always happen? If a teacher says, I want my kid to leave the classroom, do, do they have to honor that? or? I think it all just depends upon what's going on. Do you have another class you can move them to is the first question. And what is happening? Is it uh, worthy of it? Now, early in the year, it's easier to move kids. And that's why something like this right now, if you have a teacher, that, and I've seen this before. I remember back in my elementary school days, man, there was, I remember back to third grade, man, 
uh, Mrs. Plank, she had it out for uh, Chris LeMaster. <laughs> Teachers can bully. And she would. She would say all kinds of things. Like, he'd be asking her a question. She'd be like, oh, Chris, you got to back up. Your breast stinks. And everybody, yeah, Chris's breast stinks. You know, things like that that she just always was up in his grill about. I think teachers are way more sensitive now than they were when we grew up. When we grew up, they didn't care. I, I think now they, they they don't bully as much. I, I had a, a drunk math teacher <laughs> who was my seventh and eighth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no mathlete. You know, yeah. That's a big reason why. He would get drunk and then he would go up to girls' faces in class and start to sing in their face. Mm-hmm. They would get so uncomfortable and one of them tried to tell him, go, uh, blah, 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 you're making me uncomfortable. He then yells at her and makes her feel bad for then saying she's uncomfortable. <laughs> this guy was out to lunch, man. So <laughs> you may think that the teacher wouldn't get it if you tried to talk to them about their behavior that's weird, not your kid, or their behavior or comments that were inappropriate. So do you immediately go over the teacher's head to the principal to say, hey, you know, the teacher shamed my kid about his clothes being too tight. Now my kid's getting bullied and he's got a, a you know, complex about it. I would I would try to go to the teacher first because if you can handle it yourself without making a big deal of it, that's always the best route with drama. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the teacher and she's like, yeah, your kid's clothes don't fit. What are you going to do about it? Then you might need to go to the administration and have his class switched. What does what, what a Kevin Ralston and a, and a Mexican queen do? Cannon comes back in fourth grade and this happens to him. Do you all immediately say something to the teacher or do you kind of let it develop a little bit? I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. I think it depends upon what it was that you've got to you know act on. So that determines everything. For the most part, we're going to go into it cautiously because we realize it can cause a big problem. Maybe you can't get out of the class easily. Right. So we would likely wait to see what it is, but it it depends. If if it's something egregious, yeah, we're going to act on it immediately. But something like this, making a comment about kind of ragging on the kids' clothes because they fit too tight— yeah, I don't. I don't know. We'd probably let it percolate a minute, and then maybe talk to the teacher. Be like, "Hey, I don't know if you realize this, but you made some comments that you know make my kid feel really bad. He's getting teased now because of what he's wearing. I don't really think it's your point. Can you just be a little bit more understanding? That- well, just maybe come at it from like it really hurt his feelings, and talk yeah. about how he felt. Not necessarily coming for the teacher, but just more like explaining how her son took it mm-hmm. and empathize with his. His feelings rather than attacking the teacher and see how that goes. It's very 1987 of the teacher to call a kid out like that. Especially, I mean, you, you can't call out kids about how they look. It's, it's 2023. Well, I mean, it's kind of basically saying the kid's doughy. It, it, it's saying something about the kid's body. And if the, all the mm. kids are laughing, now you've got... You you've created, created, a, a, created this little, a hostile yeah. environment. Yeah. And the first couple of days are really key to kind of fit in, get used to new classmates. Amen. And, you know. If you're established as the kid whose clothes don't fit because he's too doughy, that's going to stick. Nicknames. Nick, totally. We've, we've talked about nicknames before. Yeah. Danny Horn, first grade, first day, known as the kid that pooped his pants. I mean, Damn. Danny Horn never I, shook it. You're in your. How old are you? And Fifty. You're still, you're still talking about Danny Horn? I know about a first grade man. First grade, Danny Horn. <laughs> yeah. That story followed him to South Florida. Yes. He pooped himself in the first grade, and that lives. He did forever, man.
You just, that, just, <laughs> that just goes to show you the power that you have, teachers and kids in class. When you stick somebody with something, it can be forever. That's right. And, you know, kids, don't poop your pants. Did, did Definitely he, on the first day. Did he ever live it down? Did he, did he ever rebound? No, no. I still remember senior year, high Where school. is Danny today? But was he crushing it? Was he... Did he... No. <laughs> and on top of it, he's wearing brown corduroys. No. Oh. Yeah. That's on him. That's There's not a lot. Being, that's not being self-aware. There's so was the dookie. There's a lot there. I'll have uh, Suits put it up. How would you handle this situation if your teacher makes a crack about your kid's clothes being too tight? Do you go to the teacher, go to the principal, or not say anything at all? Give you uh, three options. We'll see what the parents will do right now. You can sound off. Go to YouTube and look for the KVJ Show. Go to kvjshow.tv. KVJ. I love eating better. And with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie smart options, protein plus, also keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. Well, we're asking the uh, poll here. Just exactly how would you handle it if your teacher made a comment about the clothes that your kids were wearing being too tight and now they're kind of getting shamed and laughed at in school? 69% said they would talk to the teacher pretty much immediately. 16% go right to the principal and 15% don't say anything at all. So it seems like going to the teacher is the first thing. And I guess it's how you talk to the teacher that sets the tone for your kid and their class for the semester or whatever it might be. So there you go. Already, kid problems are happening. (laughs) Yep. That's just the way it goes, huh? It sucks. But just try kindness first. I tried it. It didn't work out for me. But I'm just saying, like, if you can be kind first, you may get further than if you come in there guns a-blazing. Mm-hmm. 
Like you said earlier, I think it was a good call to put it on the kids' feelings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't be like coming down on the teacher for how she acted, even though you should. Be more about, oh, my, you know, my, my child's sensitive about this, and right. his feelings were hurt, and he was sad. Say it like that. Because honestly, if you can't empathize with the kids' feelings, what are you doing teaching? Right. <laughs> Believe it or not, that happens. Yeah, it might be time well, to get into something else. And that's what it is, too. You know, some teachers are just burnt out. They're just done. Like yeah. Magnolia's kindergarten teacher who retired after that year. Yeah. But, Why couldn't but, she have retired a year before? If you're burnt out on day four, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long year. It may be a time to reevaluate career choices. It might be, yeah. <laughs> All right. So who on the KVJ show... Do you think would unknowingly befriend a serial killer? Who would be most likely to do that? I mean, it's me. It's yeah. definitely Jay Bird. Jay Bird. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But I wouldn't want to be friends with them. I wouldn't want to stay friends with them. It was accidental. But yeah, you guys are buddies. And it probably would start over a conversation about murder, ironically. <laughs> And they would bond on that and how much he'd be impressed with how much Jaybird knows about serial killers. And then the serial killer is actually thinking Jaybird's a serial killer. And then they <laughs> get this weird. He's like, oh, we're going to have a tandem? Yeah. Which happens sometimes. It does. Two sick minds get together. Right. And so it's a Friday night. And, uh, you know, the guy, Jaybird thinks they're going out for some drinks. And the guy picks him up and there's a bandsaw sitting in the front seat. <laughs> bandsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, who on the KVJ show is most likely to say something offensive in front of a group of children? Who's going to be doing that? It's, okay, it's Virginia. It's, it's, it could be Virginia, Jaybird, or Denny's at any given moment. Question. Yeah. Have I been consuming any alcoholic beverages? I mean, come on, Virginia. Do we even have to ask? I that mean, definitely ups the probability that it's me. I can't even really say it, but it was the very... It was one of the very first events I did with y'all when I first got on this show, uh -huh. and there was a limousine involved, and Virginia was in the back, and you were drunk, and Caitlin was in there, and you, you had accidentally, like, flashed her, oh, sorry, mama didn't mean to show you her, blah, blah, blah. Her goodies. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Caitlin <laughs> <laughs> was exposed early. At least early. I apologized. You apologize. it's, it, like, the worst thing is if, like, you scar the child and make no apology. No, there was an apology there. I was just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tuck that thing back in. So maybe it's, but I, 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 I accidentally had said some, something bad in front of a kid when I was coaching kids when they were like oh, okay. 13 or 14. Yeah. I dropped an F-bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kid threatened to tell the parent. It was, yeah, I mean, it could, it could happen. Okay. Who on the KVJ show is most likely to become a board member for their homeowners association? Hmm. I think it might be Virginia. She seems to get more entwined in homeowners association issues. Here's what's going to happen in my community because it's it's already started happening and I've seen it just in the eight years that I've been there. The old people that are crusty and mean and awful either die off or they get too old to be able to be on the homeowners association. And as they pass away or leave the community, new, fresh, young people that want to do things that are for the betterment of everyone instead of enforcing the rules that are stupid and archaic. I think it's going to take a good five or six more years, but 
I would be open to joining the board if okay. it wasn't so filled with crusty, backwards-thinking individuals. So we're getting our answer right here. It's definitely Virginia. She would think she's going to make the change. She's going to be the change, and she's going to realize within a year the HOA is going to beat her up. It's, it's mentally, it's yeah. going to beat you down. Mm-hmm. Right now, it would. Because there's too many crusties still on no, no, it. No, there, no, it's going to be replaced with just people that love power. The HOA is going to always suck. It's never going to be cool. People are going to always try to be what, what you're trying to do and do See, what you're trying to do. I just don't believe that. I believe if you get enough positive thinking people that want progress and the betterment of the community, but don't care so much about all of our roofs have to look the same. It's never going to go. Mm. Like, you're, you're, it'll never so go it's, it's an argument. Can, can the people change the system or does the system change the people? I think the people can change the system if you get enough progressive, like-minded individuals that are young and fresh with their ideas. And that's why she will fail, because she believes the unbelievable. I believe, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, the HOA is always going to suck. Mine certainly sucks right now. Who on the KBJ show is most likely to leave the United States permanently for another country? Myself, Virginia, Jaybird, Denny's, or Suits? What do you think? Just get out of here. Possibly a Kevin Ralston. I could yeah. see you and the Queen mm-hmm. in your later years say, we're going to go to Jerusalem or we're going to go to yeah. Rio. Just give us a heads up. Okay, I will. Don't surprise us with it. Yeah. Oh, guess what, guys? I'm leaving. <laughs> Maybe that's how the, the ending of the show happens is, y'all, we're, moving to, we're moving to Rio. Wow. Yeah. And, they, they, and we, we have to accept it. Yeah. I don't know. That would be heartbreaking. I'd be pissed. <laughs> That'd be fun to try to do a show after. I would I'm try to like Virginia. not be yeah. mad at you because I know it's yeah. not your call, but I would be pissed. Much like the HOA, we'd try it for a year and it would blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right. Well, would you want to stay in Florida? They just did a ranking of the best and worst places in America to live. The KVJ Show. The best state to live and the worst state for babies. What do you think Florida is good in and what are they not good in? They're not good for babies. Not good for babies? Yeah. Well, huh. not great, I guess. It's the ninth worst state to have a baby in, according to Wallet Hub. Now, maybe Denny's can vouch for this. They talk about <laughs> everything from delivery expenses to the price of child care and health insurance premiums and two dozen other metrics. Yeah, I couldn't believe how much the price to have a baby went up from Mags to Rocco. I would say it increased out of pocket, mm-hmm. like five grand. Yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> it is. I was like, wait, what? How did it go up so much? Other things factored into it include quality of women's hospitals, postpartum depression rates, baby friendliness. What, we're mean to babies? <laughs> Are the babies mean to us? No, it's not for a squirrely man. Yeah, I've met so. some babies that are mean. <laughs> Ninth worst state to have a baby in, but the sixth best state to live in by huh. the same people. It's okay. weird. Bad for babies, good for people, I guess. Live here, don't be born here? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> they say it's the sixth most ideal state to live in. It's based on economy, unemployment, affordability doesn't help, uh, economic growth, job opportunities, education, health, safety, and the quality of life. That would be average commute times, your weather, 
traffic, restaurants, and bars per capita. I mean, I love me some Florida. I, I love mm-hmm. South Florida, but yeah, everything seems very expensive right now. So I feel like anything nice said about Florida is going to be like, oh, no, Florida, you're too expensive, damn it. Right. People got an attitude towards Florida right now, especially South Florida. Yeah, I know we'd have one of the highest inflation rates in the country there for a little while. I just feel like everything at the grocery store is $8 or more, including pickles. When I was in Texas, the places where my mom used to bring us, like the like the normal low-budge like restaurants that were like in neighborhoods, where we used to go and get a whole full meal for like 8 bucks, mm-hmm. all their prices went up. Yeah. I was shocked. Uh, the inflation's hitting everybody. It is. They say the typical American household spent 709 more dollars in July than they did two years ago to buy the same goods and services. Yeah. Well, the main thing I'm hearing from a lot of my friends, they can't believe and understand why their power bill is so much money. They understand yeah. that it's going to go up as it gets hotter, but it feels like it's almost doubling people's uh, some of their power bills. And why yeah. are groceries 40% more? Mm-hmm. Everything. Ah. Everything has gone up like 40%. Like, wh- how? Yeah. How is that so quick? Kev- Kevin's going to receive a very long email today explaining why all this is going on. And wrong. I still won't understand it. It's going to turn political. Mm. It's going to be angry. <laughs> yeah, it is economic slash political, that uh, a lot of people believe. But, yeah, a big part of it is the paychecks haven't grown as much as the cost of living. And that's Amen. what it kind of boils down to. So, that, oh, yeah. that is it, yeah. brother. So they can talk about inflation rates and all that kind of stuff. But what really matters is balancing your paychecks versus your cost of living. Yeah, if your cost of living went up 700 and something bucks, mm. look at your paycheck. Did that go up 700 and something right. bucks? The answer is probably no. Yeah. And so that's... That is stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That's why we're going through it. So. Damn it. Now what do you we know. do about it, Kevin? We need to sing to the audience in, in, in a peaceful tone. That's what they need. <laughs> you think that's going to help them? <laughs> no, I don't know. Terrible. I have a terrible singing voice. I think it's going to be awful, actually. <laughs> I know you broke. <laughs> and you said. Okay, Gollum, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, now you're going to work. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice. Did you see the bomb that dropped with that whole Blindside movie? Yeah, I did. Oh, boy. So, if you remember the movie The Blindside, Sandra Bullock was in it. Um, Michael Orr was the NFL player whose life story was told in that movie, The Blindside. And it's a beautiful movie, beautiful story about this family that took in this um, kid who needed guidance, needed a stable home. And then he eventually, you know, began playing college ball, then NFL ball. And, and the story always was that this family brought him in along with their other two kids and just kind of gave him the family he'd always wanted. Mm-hmm. But now Michael Orr is saying that the Tuies, the family that brought him in, tricked him into signing documents that made them his conservators, not his adoptive parents, as they told everyone, and that they made all this money off of him and exploited his athletic talent for their own financial benefit. Wow. Yeah, it is a uh, bombshell of an accusation, and it does not paint the Tuies in a very good light if everything Michael Orr is saying 
is true. Now, he never really liked the movie Blindside because he felt that it made him look stupid. And he said that when he went into college and even to the NFL, that he had to live down that stereotype. Like he wasn't like Big Mike wasn't very smart. Yeah. And so he did not like it in a sense the way that he had to deal with the effects of that. He got a bad edit. Well, they just did. He, he, don't, he, he don't think they portrayed his story the right way. Yeah, he, he just didn't feel great uh, about how he came across on that. And, you know, hey, look, if everybody's got this, you know, assumption that you're not very smart based on a movie about your life and that's anything but true, yeah, that would uh, definitely affect you. Now, this whole story is going to be interesting because the dad has spoken out. Uh, 63-year-old Sean Tuohy, he is the one that was played by Tim McGraw in the movie The Blind Side, if you saw that. His side of the story was that they never tricked Michael Orr into getting into a conservatorship. Uh, they're saying that what had happened was the NCAA said if he wanted to attend Ole Miss, which is where he went to college, he'd have to be considered part of the family due to the dad's status as a booster at the University of Ole Miss. And so he said, we contacted lawyers who told us that we couldn't adopt anyone over the age of 18. The only thing you could do was to have this conservatorship so he could go to Ole Miss where he wanted to go. So we were so concerned it was on the up and up that we made sure that Michael Orr's mom came to court with us to be like, we want to make sure you feel good about how we're doing this. Your son wants to go to Ole Miss. We want him to go there, but this is how he has to do it. He said that he would be fine with ending the conservatorship if that's what Michael Orr wants, and he would do it right now. And he's denying that the family made any money off of the movie. He said the only (laughs) money that they made was off of the book deal, and everybody in that got an equal share. All five of them split it. It was in the family, and they each got $14,000 each. Are you expecting me to believe that family made no money off the movie The Blind Side? I don't know. I'm just telling you his side of the story. I don't know how it was sold or what happened with it. This will be very easy to go back and do some sort of financial excavation and figure out where Mm. the money went. The producers of The Blind Side, I'm sure, kept records on who got paid. But all that opens up opportunities, too, for them to make a ton of money as well. Just them being part of that situation with the movie. Of course. Yeah. The parents. Yeah. So all they made was fourteen grand. That is their claim. Is that what Sean right Tuohy is trying to have us believe? That's what his claim is right now. Now, if this does go to court, and you know, hopefully it does, I think that's where you can do it. You could do, you know, the forensics on the finances, and you could delve up what exactly uh, went down. Now, Michael Orr himself did just release a book too. So you say, why is this coming out now? Well, he had said he just discovered about it in February this year. His book dropped on August eighth, called "When Your Back's Against the Wall." So this obviously helps get promotion, you know, for that as well. So I don't know what the timing of all this stuff because people are wondering. I mean, the movie's not new, the story's not new. So why did it happen now? How did you just find out about it in February that this is uh, what had happened to you? The great thing about financial documents is it's all going to be in black and white. Like, you're going to be able to see who made money off that movie. You're going to be able to see in bank statements, unless they hid money in offshore accounts, did the Tuohys make a bunch of money off the blind side and not give any of it to Michael Orr? That is fascinating. That is the cut and dry question. If the Tuohys made movie off of Blindside, the movie, and they did not give it to Michael Orr, that is completely messed up. 
and he needs to get what is fair and what deserves to come to him. I can't believe that his story was made into a movie, and for the whole thing, he made $14,000 of. And that wasn't even for the movie. That was for the book. Right. <laughs> like, how are you going to make a movie about a guy and not give him a dime? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and, and then, you know, you could also question, like, is it fair to split it five ways? Because, you know, they had a biological son and a biological daughter that was featured in the movie. But, I mean, it's not their story. They really were, you know, riding shotgun to this. It's really Michael Orr. I mean, to be fair, if you're going to split it with a family, it should have been probably 60, 40 Michael Orr, and the family splits 40% of the money, even just from the book deal. I, don't I know agree that with splitting you. Splitting that five ways is even how that should go. So that. That divvy already seems a little bit sketchy. That, that divvy seems shady and not fair. Because mm-hmm. yeah. without him, the Tuies have no story. And the other thing about it too, somebody in the chat room made a point that the movie shouldn't have come out without him being able to see it and see how he's portrayed. I mean, this is his story, and if he doesn't like the way he's portrayed, and said, no, "I think you guys are trying to make me look dumb on this." This happens all the time, and it's yeah. sometimes he was can't... young; he wasn't savvy. The other, th- yeah. the other thing too is sometimes they don't care if you don't like it. They're going, "All right, and we're the studio; we're making it the way." We and we sign a deal it. with right. Sean Tuey, and he's the conservator, and he says you can be portrayed however we want to portray you okay then you're not getting a movie made (laughs) that's what they'll say well and the thing that is weird even if you're looking at the book deal and they split it five ways which i don't believe in they get fifteen thousand each they didn't need the money you know they are a family that they own franchises in that area they were already pretty well to do and if you look at the movie that's pretty true to life so i don't know maybe they're thinking he's going to the nfl but at the time i don't know that he was it's just uh, it, there's, I'd like to see it get to a court of law because there are well, some questions that need to be answered. And right now, each side has got their own story. He did go to the NFL and played from 2009 to 2016. And maybe that's why they're thinking that they were deserved an equal cut because, oh, he's got NFL money coming. But if you're under a conservatorship for all that time, like, were they still making money off of him when he was in the NFL? Like, how did all that work? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I'd like to know. There's I would, a, too. I'm very fascinated. A lot of questions about money. And, uh, yeah, I would imagine that, you know, this may not go the Tui's way, but we'll see where it uh, all winds up. Well, if they took advantage of him, it shouldn't go the Tui's way. No doubt. And yeah. they should have to pay back all the money if they kept a bunch of money from that movie and didn't share it with him. If this yeah. is true. If it's true. Ewey, Chewie. But he's dropping a book, too. So, you know, he's probably trying to sell his book. Mm-hmm. And it is scandalous. And it is very juicy to make the Tui's the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Would you like to drop my KVJ paperback book? Oh, yeah. So many secrets. Paperback. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pamphlet. <laughs> it's five pages long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, finally here, it looks like the Barbie movie was one of those investments that Marco Robbie made. Marco Robbie decided that she was going to, you know, be one of the producers of the movie because she believed in it. And they're saying with all the bonuses and the box office take, Margot Robbie is going to bank around $50 million personally from the Barbie movie. That's what old uh, Ben Kenobi did, Obi-Wan Kenobi, in, in the beginning of Star Wars. He signed a contract.
contract where he got a, a small percentage of all Star Wars toy merchandising. That deal is pretty good for him. But they didn't know if that was going to blow up. You sure. It's a gamble. And, mm. you know, you bet on yourself. You bet on uh, Greta. You bet on the team that made the Barbie movie. And it paid off for Margot Robbie. I mean, that is, that's the deal right there. I went to the movie again last night and saw the Barbie movie again with a different group of girls. And uh-huh. I loved it more than I saw it the first time. Do you still hate men as much? A little bit more? A little bit more? Yeah, I can see it in her eyes. A little bit more, Kev. <laughs> we did get an email. Somebody said, I went based on Virginia's recommendation. I took my two teenage daughters to the movie. And she said, we thought it was just okay. I'm still trying to understand the hype. The media makes it out that all women and little girls will love this movie. But I feel like I'm missing something. So I, I don't know. Apparently it didn't uh, sink for them. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. not every shoe fits every foot. I don't know what to tell you. I That's loved true. it. Yeah. And the second time I saw it, I caught more of it. And there's just Easter eggs, and it's just fun. It's layered. How it's would you, layered. How would you rate it like Suits does on Rotten Tomatoes? I would give it a 95. 95. There's parts of it that are cheesy and silly. and So that's what makes it not the 100? That's always a great question. People go, I love that movie. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. But they don't give it a 100. What makes it a 100? The cheesiness gives it only the 95, in your opinion? Well, there are parts of it that I think people are going to be able to say, oh, you know, that's a little silly. But I like that. I, I think that like the movie is... It's 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 layered. It's different. It's got little quick side jokes that if you're not paying attention, you will mm. miss. Because because even my all time favorite movie, Karate Kid, there's one scene that I'm just like, uh, which I yeah. guess would not give it a hundred. Right. Because it's not I, for me a hundred percent of it isn't my favorite. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know what makes a hundred percent. Right it's, now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives the Barbie movie an eighty eight percent on the Tomato Meter and eighty three percent on Audience Score. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that just won't gel with it, and I get that. But I loved it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I well, would I would say give it a shot. Seems like you are in the majority, Virginia. It's got very <laughs> high ratings. You can't argue them financial numbers. No, you cannot. Right now, the movie has generated one point. One eight billion. That's what <laughs> social media is doing too. It's taken all the people in the media that was so against the Barbie movie that was predicting, oh, this movie's gonna fall off within the the first week. No one's gonna see this movie, and they're taking the, their quote and putting it with the trailer of the movie. It's pretty good. And the, mm. the theater was packed last night. All okay. the seats around Still. me were full of people. Yeah, making some money. And that's what's going on in your dirt. All right, coming up here in a bit, we will talk about what is um, a 100%. What's a 10 out of 10? Anything in life that you can actually put a 100% on. Got uh, some celebrity birthdays going on here today. Jennifer Lawrence is 33 years old. Joe Jonas from the Jonas Brothers is turning 34 today. Ben Affleck is 51. Anthony Anderson is 53 years old today. Deborah Messing from Will and Grace is turning 55. Also got a happy 17th birthday to our daughter Leanna from Mama, Nico, Angel, Layla, Bella, and JoJo. And uh, there is a photo there of Lena. Also, happy birthday. Beautiful dress. That is. Wow. Happy birthday to our son, James, who's turning six today. Listens on the way to school. He's in the first grade this year from mom, dad, sisters, Leah and Nora. So there you go. Happy birthday to him. Playing with a little lightsaber. Nice. 
force is strong with those kids. And also happy birthday to Larissa Hernandez, 39 years young, from mom and dad. I got a birthday. Want to get a shout out? Let us know about it. Mail at kvjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. The KVJ Show. Darn near a 100%. That's where Virginia puts the Barbie movie. She gave it a solid 95. So what in life is a 100%? Is there been a movie that you would say is a 100% for you ever, Virginia? You love Pulp Fiction. Is that 100% for you? It's not because the beginning is awesome, but then the end is, whoa, there's some things in that movie that are just hard to handle. Okay. Um, I would put that one at about a 90 Okay. I would put, uh, I think the only movie that for me, I would give it a perfect 100 is Tommy Boy. Really? Yes. That's how, even the ending? Yeah. I think (laughs) think the ending is great. I think the beginning, the first second grabs you and all the way to the end, it's heartfelt and funny. That ending is kind of, I don't know, it's a little corny. He puts the the bomb on and they're doing the newscast. Oh, I mean all that stuff. Yeah, that's, I mean, but that's the tone of the movie. It's not... You know, you got to look at the movie. It's not a serious drama. It is what it is. No, it's a I, dumb comedy. I'm with you. I, yeah. I love that movie. I think it's a great movie, yeah. but I do think the ending gets a little. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but hey, look, it's it's a your, hey, that's your my, hundred. That's my hundred. That's my hundred. This is all your own. Yeah, Tommy Boy's that movie for me. What would yours be? Man, close would be Karate Kid, the first one. Yeah, but you even said that's got a scene. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. I'd give a hundred percent, but there's a, there's one scene I think for me I kind of skip. So does that okay. make it a hundred? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Does does the hundred percent movie not exist for me anyway? It's it's really tough to find because you're right. When you critique a movie and you look at every single scene. You know, could that have been done better? To me, it's where 100% is every scene. You'll never skip it. Everything is just, you can't believe how good it is from beginning to end. Does that exist? Is there the perfect movie? I'm sure there is. I'm just not thinking of it. But, I mean, those are some of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, you look at the biggest movies ever made from your Godfathers and all those that people always talk about. There's parts that drag in The Godfather. I, I love The Godfather, yeah, but I, I find wouldn't that give it, it 100%. The yeah. Godfather is in the Barbie movie. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's not a hundred on that. Is there a song that is a one hundred? For me, yes. Uh-huh. Summer Highland Falls by Billy Joel. Okay. And in fact, I would put Billy Joel as a hundred percent for me. Every song. Not Everything every, he's ever done. Not every song. Uptown Girl. No. <laughs> okay. So does that automatically make him not 100%? Yes, he's not 100% because God. that would be everything he's ever done is he's, uh, right. a 100. Summer Highland Falls is the song. Yeah, he could be a 99, he could be a 98, but yeah, he's okay. got to have some flaws in there. All right. For you. Do you have, do you have a 100% song? Um, there is a song I yeah, there's a few that I like. Uh, Soul Meets Body. That is a song by Death Cat for Cutie that just it doesn't drag. The whole thing I think is awesome. Um Songs are easier to give 100% to than the other stuff we're talking well, about. Well, the movie goes a lot longer than a song. Songs got to right. be good for 3 minutes. It's harder to blow this song. Do you have a 100% song, Virginia? Uh, Turn down for what? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can we turn you down? (laughs) For what? For what, please? That is a a banger. It's a great song. Is it 100% though? Is that really? I just heard it over the weekend. I was like, damn, this song slaps. And it could be. It's the buildup. It could be 100%. It's the buildup that gets me. To me, 100% is the easiest for the music. 
Okay. And possibly food. Food can be 100%. What's 100%? Pizza. Oh. Who's made Who's made the perfect pie? Yes, pizza blog man. Hundred oh, percent pizza. Does it exist? Now let me ask you this: yeah. If you've gone to a place where it's always crushing it, but maybe three or four times they have it, do you consider that a hundred percent? No, because it's not always one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's going to be time. so subjective. Who is the chucklehead making the pie? It is. It's handmade. So you'd argue there is no hundred percent food then. For that reason. Sometimes you could have the owner making it. Sometimes you could have a pimply-faced new teenager making it. It's going to be a different pie based on the love and the hands that create it. You could, but it depends upon sample size. And they do this a lot with sports, where they have somebody that's played four perfect games or something like that, but they always put in having played 10 games or you have to play a certain amount to get into that category. Because if you just started, let's say you go to a pizza place three times, it's been perfect for three times, it's a perfect 100 for you. Exactly. So you might have to say, of pizza places, I've gone to at least 10 times. Because it increases the sample size and more margin for error. I don't like that. Can I I book you for that pizza vlog? Nope. He said I'm booked. You can do cauliflower pizza. He said I'm booked on that day. <laughs> I haven't given it a date yet. I know. <laughs> so you don't have a place you would say is your 100 on, no, that, no, no, on pizza. I, I, okay. I don't feel confident enough to say that. Do you have a TV show that you would say is a 100? Yes, I do. Okay, it's what is that? It's the Larry Sanders show from the, from on HBO. To me, that was a that was perfect. Every single episode. Yes, every single episode was. Even the ones I didn't love were, were darn good. That I would put that at 100%. Okay, yeah, that that's tough, too, especially that, as most TV shows go on for seasons. I can't do The Office, and arguably The Office is probably my favorite show. There's some crap in The Office. Yeah, well, especially when they lost Steve Carell. A, a billion percent. Mm-hmm, yeah, okay. Anything else you would put at a uh, 100? Champagne, Virginia? I mean, a great champagne would be a hundred, yeah. Okay. I mean, as as far as beverages go, yeah, a fantastic champagne that tastes great, but is moderately priced. Because I mean, if I'm picking up the tab, I'm not spending three hundred bucks on a bottle. Looking this, for a unicorn now. This, I'm looking for a unicorn. This is close to a food item. Virginia's grilled cheese. <laughs> okay. Every single time she has made that for 100. me, I'm like, oh, I can't believe how good this is. Every yeah. time. That is what She hasn't blown it okay. yet. Okay. All right. So we're finding a few 100s in there. <laughs> and I think that is just a sign for ain't nothing but a grilled cheese party tomorrow. Wow. I'll do it for you. Based on that love you just threw my way. I mean, right. Tomorrow's World Record Wednesday. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Why don't you do a world record about grilled cheese? I don't hate that idea. But then I got to challenge somebody, and none of you... Challenge suits. You'll sure we win. None of y'all eat bad, so I can't really do... <laughs> I can't challenge you to food things. <laughs> okay, we got uh, a couple other people's thoughts on what is a perfect 100%. We'll get to those. You can text them in, 877-979-WRMF, coming up next. KVJ. Virginia was close to giving the Barbie movie a 100. She stops at a 95. According to the fans, they'll give it an 83. So still pretty high when it comes to the audience score. But the big argument, is there any movie that ever could wind up being a 100? Here are some of the suggestions that people text in to us. Finding Nemo, 100. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, a 100. Top Gun Maverick. 
A Few Good Men, The Lego Batman Movie, Shawshank Redemption, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Inglorious Bastards. It's a good list right there. Okay, those are all what people say they would make an argument for being a 100. Few Good Men, man. That movie is... It's pretty solid. It's pretty next level. Have you pretty- seen that? Um, wow. Wow. That's You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth right now, what I'm thinking. I'm sure I've seen it. I just, yeah. I only remember that scene. So maybe I haven't seen it. I hate talking movies with Virginia. Well, then stop talking Study's to me. Good, yeah. You're the one that asked me a question. I'm just kidding. With you. <laughs> I'm going to mm. always be a disappointment if you want me to chime in about movies. Um, some other people are saying there's a lot of other 100s out there. Ted Lasso, they say, is a 100. And I enjoyed it. I would put it into the 90s. I thought it was good. Um, I don't know if it's a 100. Uh, Breaking Bad, they put it as a 100. And there's one episode that I did not love. I think it was called The Fly or something like that. No, there's a couple storylines that make that not a 100. Yeah, that's why that would not make a 100 for me. But what, that's what's so weird about all this. What storylines I don't like, Virginia may love. And yeah, that's what that's true. That's your, what I, you know, I, I shamed you for your Tommy boy. Yeah. And I shouldn't have done that. Well, it's okay. That's fair. That's your thought. And you're right. That scene... It, it gets a little hokey. <laughs> and I continued, in full disclosure, I continued to trash your opinion on that during commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> in the hallway, talking to others. My wife in suits and Denny's like, 100 for time. Kevin is so wrong. <laughs> uh, the Dark Knight, somebody put it at 100. That is a pretty solid movie. Uh, start to finish. Um, even some songs people are putting in, like Bohemian Rhapsody, is a complete 100. Is that a 100 for either one of you guys? I, I really like it, but it doesn't scream 100 to me. There are songs that just from the first note all the way to the end take me, and maybe it's the length of the song. Because I always hear people say Bohemian Rhapsody is a 100%. What does it make it 100% for you? Is it the length of it? Uh, dun, dun, dun. It's just so it's kind of weird. Honestly, I would put Under Pressure more is a higher score for me than I would Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm, I'm with you on that because there's parts yeah. of it that I don't necessarily I love Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. But the dun, 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 it's a little too. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Somebody said Pearl Jam's Black is a 100. Okay. All right. Strong. So there you go. Everybody's got their own thing. That's the one thing I do is you, you look at anybody else's 100 and you could shoot some serious holes in it. But to that person, it's a 100. So I guess that's just the way it goes. Huh? Maybe that's why you don't really ever find a 100. They're so elusive because we all have opinions. That's true. Mm-hmm. My KVJ show. <laughs> All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Okay, got this email from uh, Nancy in Port St. Lucie. She wants to know if she is a jerk if she doesn't tip. She said, I need advice, please. I keep having repairman from the same company coming to my house after an installation, including the initial installation. I've spent $40 in tips, $20 each visit. Today is the third visit to fix their mistake, and there will be a fourth visit. Do you think I should still keep tipping? It has been different technicians each time. If so, how much should I keep tipping? The electrical job was $2,500. Am I the jerk if I don't give these guys a tip when they come today and they're new dudes? I feel bad because it is somebody different each time. 
What do you think she should do? Is she a jerk if she doesn't tip? Sounds like it's going to get really expensive. It's kind of on the company, and it's costing her a lot more money, and it is already getting expensive. I mean, it started expensive. Now it's staying expensive, and she doesn't look like a, a wiener. Well, you feel bad when, you you know, if you're supposed to tip somebody and you don't do it. Right. You know, they're not going to care that you tip somebody else before. They're yeah. Not, they want their money. I think what you do is while the guys are there, you offer them beverages, you offer them, you know, anything they need to be comfortable. But to keep giving cash and it's their mistake that they're fixing. Right. That's there's ex- there's going to be a fourth visit. She's doing $20 each visit. That's excessive. She's kind of over it. I would be over it, too. I don't think I could keep tipping. I mean, I think you've got to get on record, too, with... Uh, you know, if this is a fourth mess up. You gotta, you gotta call somebody and go. What's going on, guys? And I would imagine if you are used to doing these kind of things, you would hate if you could see that you would be the fourth person showing up. You're like, I'm not getting a tip. I don't know if I would have them back in my house for the fourth mistake. A- after the second mistake, I'm done with them. I'm moving on to a different company so they can disappoint me. Well, people are usually bummed out after the one mistake and most people will call if if it's something that, you know, yeah. After the sec- a fourth mistake, I'm kind of now under I'm trying to what what are you are you oh, drinking? Why would you keep having them back to your house when you know they can't do anything right? <laughs> fourth time. Fourth mistake. Yeah. We are already done. I feel like the tip goes definitely with the first. Come on out. Give them a little something nice. Thanks for doing what you do. But, yeah, I, I don't think you're a jerk if no. you're not tipping the technicians on the fourth trip. No, especially if you if you call the company. They, they should probably go and tell the people working there, saying, look, we messed this up like three times now. Yeah. We're going in there. Let's make sure we, we do this right. Right. Yeah. So they, I wouldn't think we'd be expecting something. Do you think she's a jerk if she doesn't tip Virginia? No, I don't. I really don't. Not at the not at the fourth visit. I think you've been very kind to allow this company to come back in your house and make three mistakes. I would have been done at two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got another email here. This uh, person wanting to know: Am I the jerk for not wanting to hang with these people? It says my boyfriend has a friend that I've met before, and the last time we met, he was talking about a new girlfriend that he had. Apparently, his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend lives with her, and he's now dating her mom. Wait, what? This is very confusing. I'm already lost. His girlfriend's ex-boyfriend lives with her, and he's now dating her mom. Wait, what? (laughs) Wow. So my boyfriend has a friend that I've met before, and he was talking about a new girlfriend he had. Apparently, his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend lives with her, and he's, he's now dating her mom. You've said it three times, and I have not gotten it. <laughs> Kevin, I, I, I thought it was just me, but I didn't get it either. I, I am trying so hard. Are we so the hard. jerk if we don't read the rest of your email because we're lost? <laughs> we want to help you. I, I'm so trying to follow it with all of my might, and I am failing. <laughs> yeah, we just might not be able to the show to be able to help you with this. Okay. They're already annoying me because... Because it's way too confusing. Any yeah. kind of drama that happens to y'all, y'all do it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to do this because I don't think the show uh, can understand it. I, I tried, Kevin. Yeah. I, I really did. If you have a simple concept for Am I the Jerk and want an answer, <laughs> <laughs> send us an email. They are the jerk for making you read yeah. that three different times. Yeah. Uh, nope. That's too many people. you got to simplify. Nope. Nobody here got it. Boom. <laughs> Brains are broken. You're the jerk. Sorry. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason.
Okay, I do have some people that are like, hey, can you uh, give me another run at that uh, Am I the Jerk? I've simplified and made it the Kev version. So maybe you can give a ruling on this because people are like, wait a minute, you, you, you cut it off. I want, I want to hear what they were talking about here. <laughs> Did you dumb it down for the people in the room? I tried and it's still confusing. Oh, gosh. But we've got a girl whose boyfriend is friends with a guy who's living with his ex-girlfriend while he's sleeping with her mom. So imagine you're with a girl and you break up with that girl, but you don't move out. And then all of a sudden you start sleeping with her mom. That's what's going on. And so she just doesn't (laughs) like the vibe of this dude. She thinks the situation is rude and disrespectful. And she said, I've met him before. I don't vibe with him. And my boyfriend keeps wanting to invite this dude over to my house to hang out. And he's upset that I won't come out of the room and hang out with him. And I don't feel like I should be forced to hang out with somebody I, I don't like. And I just am uncomfortable around. Not only that, you shouldn't be forced to have that person in your home. If you can't agree on house guests, the house guest is not welcome. Look, we're all not going to jive with each other. I don't think she's out of line. If, if, if this guy gives you the bad vibes, you don't have to be rude or mean or anything, but you don't have to hang out with him. Yeah, she said, I didn't say he can't come over. I just said I wouldn't come out of the room to hang out with him. That's Does that fine. make me a jerk? No. No. Yeah. No, not at all. You're being way better than me. If I didn't like somebody, if they gave me really bad heebie-jeebies, I wouldn't want them in my house. Again, you don't have to be rude, but you don't have to hang out with them. Now, could you imagine? Let's just get to really the meat of what that story is. Mm, you're going to have to explain it again. Jaybird, think about uh, one of your ex-girlfriends. You okay. break up, you still live together, and now you start dating her mom, and you're living in the same house. Yeah. that. What the heck is that? That's 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 insane. That's on y'all. If, if you're, no. you're going to go down that road, I, anything weird that happens to you, you can't be shocked. You can't be, I can't believe my life's a mess. Well, and her boyfriend's saying, oh, you're judging this guy simply because he's doing that. And you're like, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah I, don't know. I, am. I am. I'm judging him, and I think it's weird, and I don't want to hang out with a guy that would do that. That's how we get out of danger. We have to judge situations and things. Thank that, you. Yeah. It's called instinct. It's called being a human. Yeah. No, we, we don't want to be jerky with our judgment. But yeah, there's a reason why we are judging it. How the heck does that even... That's so weird and messed up. It's You're living with your ex-girlfriend while you're dating her mom. What? Uh, the opportunity was there. It's easy, probably. And when you're getting back... I mean, that's that to me is the more interesting story to unpack. Yeah, but it's I... It's just I, what the heck is going on with that? I don't have much sympathy for people that put themselves in those kind of situations. Anybody with a brain knows that this could go Dude, south come at on, any man. moment. Right. So if you've got tears about that, I don't... I'm not... It's on you. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So again, if you do send us an email, make sure you keep it simple <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> we don't get deeper concepts. <laughs> It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice. It looks like Irina Shake is trying to get serious with Tom Brady and... I am here for it. I think this could be great. She is a former model. His wife was a model. You know, he's probably got that type. He likes the model look. And she's got a kid. He's got kids. So they're both not like swinging singles in their 20s. Like, they're established. And they could probably both 
really relate to each other and help each other and co-parent and that whole thing. I like them together. And Bradley Cooper has been hot and cold with Irina Shayk, where they're together, then they're not together, then they're not together, but they're vacationing together. And you know she wanted to be with Bradley, but he wants to keep his options open, it looks like. So... Good for Irina. You think, you think uh, because I know we're we're all Cooper Troopers here. We like a Bradley Cooper. We do like him, but. You think he's the holdout? He's the reason why he doesn't want us. He's got, he's got more options, is what you're saying? That's how it appears to me. But what do I know? I just do the dirt every day and analyze these things for way too much time. It just looks that way to me. So I hope it works out. Irina, they say, is cutting off friends and uh, making her circle smaller because she doesn't want any weird rumors to get out there. She doesn't want to be in Daily Mail or Page Six and scare off Tom Brady. So they're saying she is not giving details about this relationship to anybody, keeping her circle very small. I'm giving no details. Hey, call TMZ. Get this out there. <laughs> Get out of it. Yeah, the dirt gets me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megan the Stallion addressed the haters on stage in concert on Sunday. Now, she was doing a festival where she was one of many performers. And a lot of people accused her of lying throughout the whole thing with Tory Lanez. You know, of course, he had fans that came for her. And she was vindicated in court with that 10-year prison sentence that he will now face. I mean, yes, he will appeal, but hopefully the new judge or a judge will be like, no, you shot her in the foot on purpose. You're going to jail. I mean, what's the defense? You shot her on the in the foot. What, what, does he, what can he say that goes, well, she deserved it? <laughs> I don't, I don't get what they're talking about. If you shoot people, you're going to go to jail. While you're drunk in an argument, flailing a, a gun. Yeah, when she you, said the worst thing to you, you can't shoot her in the foot. Exactly. No, I don't think so. And that's why he got 10 years. But uh, she took the stage and had her day to say, you know, F all the haters. You didn't break me. None of that stuff that you did broke me or any of the hotties. All the hotties put their middle fingers up at you right now. Haters can't hate this. Hashtag we stand with Megan. I love it. Good for you, Megan. And finally here, Ashley Olsen now has a baby. She privately gave birth to a son who they named Otto. Otto? Otto. Oh, okay. I like that name. I like Otto. O-T-T-O. Yeah. I thought it was A-U-T-O. I'm like, okay. (laughs) O-T-T-O. She and her husband uh, got married in December of last year. And you know, she's very private now. Yeah. Um, Wants nothing to do with all the fame. I think it's probably because they uh, had her overexposed on Full House. Yeah, I can't imagine why they have a problem with the media and people at, I mean, y'all, they... Yeah, I get it. You get it. it. (laughs) They went the other way. So there she goes, privately having her uh, own little family that she's starting. And that's what's going on in your dirt. It's KDJ. Listen up, y'all, because here's the sitch. It's time for another about to do it, bitch. 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 All right, here we go. Another exciting day. With Virginia and Jaybird teaming up to go against Denny's and Suits here today. Hmm. 
That's the partnership we have. How do I feel about this? Uh, she's, mm, yeah, we've kind of, yeah, we've been we've been at each other's throats today. Just remember the grilled cheese. You're right. Okay. All right. We're, we are team grilled cheese, Kevin. <laughs> team grilled cheese, huh? Yes. We're taking suits and denny's down. <laughs> That's the one thing we agree on. <laughs> okay. All right. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna have Virginia's the responder. Jaybird's the gambler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has responded for the past two weeks in a row. Okay, then we're going to have Denny's is the responder and Suits as the gambler. Oh, of course. Denny's yes. Is the Gosh. Thank you, Jesus, Kev. I got paired up with Suits and I got to respond. We, we made this work last time, Denny's. We got this. Uh, yeah, Confidence. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Okay, so I am going to pick a winner here, and somebody suggested that I just uh, hold it up to. Uh, we're not we won't look. I won't look. Okay, all right, everybody is uh, taking it away here. I like right. this new little element. Yeah, I think yeah. The initials up with uh, who it my pick is. Build suspense. Okay. Yeah, more of an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, let's add to it. More uncertainty and things to worry about. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, choice has been made, so let's go on ahead and play the game here because I'm putting my stakes behind one team, and if they lose, I get the punishment as well. Okay, so we start off round one here. Virginia's going to be responding. Jaber is the gambler, and since she's coming in concert this weekend, we're going to do songs by Beyonce. Bird, how many songs by Beyonce can Virginia name in 10 seconds? Oh, my girl's part of the beehive. I believe, isn't that what? She can do five. You're going to say five. Okay. All right. So, Suits, how many can Denny's name in 10 seconds? Got to raise that to six. She can definitely do five. Okay. I got to say, do it, B. Do it. <laughs> Good move. Good. Nice move, partner. Six. That's hard. Beyonce songs oh in 10 seconds. Denny's, your time begins now. My mood forever. Irreplaceable. Gosh, that's all I know about that lady. Uh, single ladies. Put a ring on it. Oh, gosh. I don't know any Beyonce fans. Oh, <laughs> Beyonce, okay. uh, you could, could you not have named five? I could have. Okay. Yeah, I, she could have done five. I had to raise it. I, I could have done Suits five. Suits only raised it because he knows I... It's, we had to. But I would have struggled past five because it's just your, your brain goes clank. Then you start throwing a Destiny, Destiny's chi- child. Dusty Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Old Dusty Knuckles, remember? Talking is hard. Talking is hard, Kevin. Dust- That's something me and my partner agree on. <laughs> you know, Dusty Knuckles. <laughs> Being Dusty Knuckles. My tongue gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> Dusty Knuckles. Sounds like somebody's abstinent. <laughs> it's like a, like a cowboy name or something. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he touches the horses inappropriately. <laughs> Dusty Knuckles. Dusty Knuckles. That's how he got his name. Oh, Dusty. Horses fear him. Oh, or oh, or they love again. him. Get away, Dusty Knuckles. How did he get that name? Oh. <laughs> Okay, next topic here. First and last names of current Major League Baseball players. What the hell, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> what are these, who's picking these topics, by Seriously, the way? Seriously, what the hell, Kev? 
This Beyonce <laughs> songs and then baseball players. Did I'm the one guessing? We've been now? doing this for a while. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. First and last names of current Major League Baseball players. Suits. How many can Denny's name in ten seconds? I don't know. Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I kind of want to make him do it. <laughs> I don't think she can name four. She can't name. He's got to do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Three baseball players? Three. Come First on, and last names in 10 seconds. Your time begins now. Babe Ruth. Uh, Jose Altuve. Uh, Aaron Judge. Uh, is there a, a Jose Rodriguez? Jose Reyes? Something like that? We got to double check here. There might. I have no well, Jose idea. Jose Reyes. I don't know if he's. Jose current. Rodriguez. Current. Hold on. Denny's fired. Denny's just Oh right. my gosh. He pulled and upset. <laughs> there is a Jose Rodriguez. He Denny's? He did it. Oh, oh, thank you. He did it. He got yes. it. Oh, yes. Aaron Judge, Jose Altuve. He did it. I yeah, know him from the Chicago oh, White Astros. Oh, oh my God. God. I was yes. just trying to get that to four. Denny's? Yes. How did you do that? He yes. just started making up names. My man said for Do you himself. know oh. who Jose Rodriguez is, or he just made up a Spanish name? I, I thought that was that guy's name. That's he's a second mm. baseman with Chicago White Sox. Wow! Oh, oh my God, Denny's. <laughs> I know Altuve because we did a song about him. Great job, Josh. Wow. wow. Okay. Stunned. Oh, oh I'm stunned. wow. Yes. Stunned, Virginia. I, I I don't think you would have gotten four. Hell no. Gotta give God, it to, gotta give over peace train. Yikes. Woo. Okay, this is how it always flips. <laughs> oh, this is yes. the uh Wow. Oh, so hyped. The craziness of this game. Okay, so it goes back to Virginia and Jaybird. <laughs> What just happened? I have no idea. I thought that was going to be a point. We saw a great sports moment is what we just had. That's what happened. <laughs> oh Call ESPN. Yep. Okay, next topic here. Countries involved in World War One. Countries involved in World War One. Did they send troops to fight? If they did, they would count. Oh, boy. Jaybird, how many can Virginia name Gosh. in 10 seconds? Man. Oh, I want this one so bad. She should know this, right? I don't know. I have a feeling you do all right with this one. I I I don't have I don't think I have Okay, she can do she can do one. <laughs> <laughs> one. Suits, how many can Denny's do in ten seconds? I have faith in Denny's ability to know this. I'm gonna say he can do five. Okay. Jay Bird, how do you feel about that? Do it, Denny's. Five. One. In 10 seconds. That was strategy. That was strategy. Danny's, your time begins now. France, Belgium, Austria, Switzerland, United Kingdom, England, Scotland, Ireland, any of them. Uh, let's see. China, Russia, uh, Mongolia. I'm just shouting names. Germany? I have no idea how many I got. <laughs> Kevin looks so confused. Yeah, there's a lot in there. <laughs> I was just saying all... <laughs> Western European. I don't know if a Mongolia was in there. I threw that in. Yeah, the I end. don't think China was. China's in there. Oh, it is? I think he got it. What? Yeah. Oh. Double check that, though. I hate to celebrate. Yep. I think Danny's got it. I think I got five. I'm going to give him credit. I mean, he said Austria. It's Austria, Austria Hungary. But. Well. That would be the only thing in there that might keep it because I think Denny's got it. So they were combined, Austria-Hungary at the time, you're saying? Yeah. 
That was the well, official the right name answer? of it. Well, that might be the question. But yeah, I think uh, right now. We got to look at the tape. Yeah. Does Austria account for Austria Hungary? Should Denny's get credit for that? I have Suits put up a poll because I think if he did that, I think he got five. Would you have gotten six? I don't know. Would you have done what I did? Just start listening. Countries? Probably, yeah. yeah. That's what I was kind of doing. Jose Rodriguez? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would have just... Jose Rodriguez coming I'm playing for just, my life. I would have just thought about the globe <laughs> and just like started naming randoms. I'm just shouting stuff. That's the quote of the day. I'm just fighting for my life. <laughs> like I'm in the corner. I'm just shouting things. I'm sorry, V. I, 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 I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, ask him about uh, suits. Ask him specifically, is Austria Hungary? Because I think we can go back and count the others. I've got the names of all the, the nations. It's just, does Austria Hungary count as the point? Because he said half of the name of the country. So he might have just gotten four and a half. So that's where we are. We'll go and we'll wow. find out what people have to say on that. They, they, they say it's a game of inches, Virginia. Yes. Okay, so we'll see. Isn't it always? (laughs) Does uh, Oscar Kent will get to uh, the votes? Okay, right now. Boy, it's going back and forth. It's very close right now. Let's see how it goes. I stopped it. Okay, he stopped it at 62. Uh, Suit stopped it when it was a yes. 58% said yes. If that's the case, then you get the point. Suits is the one stopping it? Well, he said at 50. I let it go an extra 12. Whatever. Dang. Virginia and Suits is in a fight right now. (laughs) And and I should point out, should Denny's get credit for World War I, the first poll got 70% yes. Okay. All right. So it uh, looks like he got credit. Virginia. Denny's and Suits are one away from a win. (laughs) He's coming in swinging, dog. All right. You better get it together. <laughs> well, I don't know if you would have got one. That was a strategy. It wasn't saying Virginia's dumb. I didn't do what you did. Yeah, last you basically week. said Virginia's dumb. She can only do one. That's not what I meant. That's what I felt. Well, that uh, might be projection. Percep- <laughs> perception is reality. Okay, oh. so this oh, could do it up. here. We gotta get Team grilled cheese is literally <laughs> crumbling. Okay. All right. We gotta do butter. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Give us an easy one. Okay. All right. The next topic that we have here, landlocked states in the United States and the continental U.S., landlocked states. Okay. So this means that they can't be by an ocean. Okay. They have to have states all around them. Can it be locked by an ocean? Got you. Okay. All right. So we go back to Virginia and Jaybird. Jaybird, how many landlocked states in the continental U.S. can Virginia name? Oh, she's a traveling Tina. My girl can do six. She can do six. Okay. Going to start off with six. Suits, what do you feel about with Denny's? I'm going to say Denny's can do seven. Okay. We're at seven landlocked states. Virginia, you get, you, she can do eight. Virginia she, can do eight. She just got off from being on the road. Okay. She's a, she's a traveler. She is. Okay, we're at eight. All right, Suits. Denny's can do nine. We're at nine landlocked states in ten seconds. Bird. I mean, she's got to be able to do ten. You're saying Virginia's going to do ten <laughs> landlocked states in ten seconds. Do it, bitch. Okay. Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Ten of anything is so hard. Oh, boy, hey, hey, if hey, she hey. does not get this, it looks like we have a win for Denny's and Suits. Come on, dog. Oh. Okay. All right, Virginia, your 10 seconds begins 
now. Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Ohio. Oh. We're short. It's oh. over. Oh. What? <laughs> to Colorado twice. Yep. Denny's and Suits have won. I can't believe it. And I, I have lost again. You picked You picked us? You cursed them. Yes, you cursed oh. them. You cursed us? We didn't, I didn't even, yeah, you guys didn't even know. I had picked Virginia and Suits. When I saw the Beyonce, I'm like, okay, that's going to set it right. And then when I saw the baseball, I'm like, there's no way oh. Denny's is going to get that. And that was the one that flipped the whole game. Jaybird shot too low on that. And, uh, yeah, you didn't get that point. And that was the difference. What's what did I shoot low on? The baseball. I don't think she would have. I don't. Yeah, I know. I only got it because I started shouting names. Uh, Hail Mary by Denny's, and that was the difference maker, I think. V, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I wanted. I didn't want him to win. I think. I, I didn't want him to beat me again. He beat me three. That had three times. He would have sang for his supper. Yeah. I, I, I don't okay. Know. Kevin again. is the kiss of death again. Broke the odds. <laughs> oh my. I blame Kevin. Twelve losses in a row. I blame Kevin. You are the kiss of death. You don't even have to know who he picked to lose. <laughs> Having a really rough streak of luck, my That's man. That's unreal. Twelve <laughs> weeks in a row. I haven't picked the winner in three months. I never stopped naming states. I was just saying them, but they weren't fast. But I was saying them. I said Colorado twice. You did. It's yeah. a look. Shut up, Sue. You didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get Pipe it. Down, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh. Drove it too high and ten of anything. You're right. It's ten of anything it's so is hard. so hard. I'm sorry. Damn okay. it, bird. We're gonna confirm real quick um, when it comes to getting the uh, countries in World War One. I. I think that was uh, a point. So I think it is all over, and all we have to do is get to a punishment uh, for the losers. This one's bad. Look, I mean, yep. I think you, you put it to the right filters. You let the people speak, and they spoke. Yeah. I mean, it's I think just, we have to take it. It's just something. Whatever juju I'm bringing, baby. <laughs> It just it's un it's unbeatable, in a bad way. All right, so we'll uh, double check that and let you know the punishment kiss coming death. up next. He's a kiss of death. Yeah. KVJ. Yeah, I was just kind of looking at the numbers. I picked uh, Virginia and Jaber to win. Uh, it was Virginia as a responder and do it to be, and Denny's was going to be the responder and the team he had with suits. Virginia has 20 wins, Denny's with nine. So I said, okay, well, odds are Virginia. I chose Virginia, and I have lost again. Picking the odds is not working, so I think I'm always going to have to pick the odds-off favorite from now on. <laughs> but you did that, too. I have done that, and that didn't work either. Yeah, You're just, so. having, a, you're just having a rough run of things It's unreal. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just kind of having a yeah, bad... The dark cloud is now... Yeah, it's over Kevin's cloud. beautiful hair. It you is. took Magnolia's dark cloud. <laughs> and I have, and I've run with it. <laughs> yeah, can't get away from it. Crazy. It is so crazy. Twelve losses in a row. I'm telling wow. you. I'm telling you what. I right picked. now, September is going to be your month, bud. Think so? <laughs> yep. I'm just trying to. <laughs> so I still have any more? How many more weeks of losing? Fifteen more days of pure yeah. hell. <laughs> 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 okay, so what we're doing for the punishment here today, and by the way, we did double check Denny's uh, slam dunk on countries in World War One. He actually had said six, even if we don't uh, take the Austria Hungary. He still got five, and he had to get five. So he that was no doubt. I mean, he left no doubt. They definitely won. I felt like they won. I, I personally feel like the Bill Buckner 
of today's round. Yeah, drove it to 10 on that one. That was one. the only one that hurt, because you said I could only do one, and, and that made well, me I, sad. And, and then I you always, did call Denny's out on three, and I, yeah, Virginia probably couldn't have done four for the baseball players, first I, and last names. I know you could have done one. Stop being so sensitive. You said last week I couldn't read, so <laughs> get out of here uh, with the yeah. feelings. <laughs> Suits was sweating, too, when I said Babe Ruth. He was like, oh, God. This is over. And then you came with Jose Altuve and me and Kevin yes. go, I was like, wait, Jose Altuve? Yes. And then the Aaron Judge. I don't know where I, that came thank from. You. Yes, it's, it's the only names I ever hear you guys say. And he just threw out a random Spanish name that yes. worked, which, yeah. I mean, that's the best wow. way to win that one. Yes. Great job. He's right. He's right. Yeah. I can tell he's glowing. Yeah, he should. Be. You deserve the win, Denny's. Pretty unreal. Pretty unreal. So, what we're going to be doing here is we're going to be doing an exact replica of the neck tattoo that my wife and daughter got via Sharpie. So you're just going to lean into it then, just just jump right into the pool of pain. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it's the best. Might as way. well. I mean, you know what? How confused is she going to be when I come home with a neck tattoo, <laughs> just like hers? Yeah, we're both going to have it on today. <laughs> Can't wait. I mean, yours is living in some weird bizarre. Yours is the funniest. Yeah, it is. I'm going to a birthday party. It's Lynn from KVJ Nation. It's her birthday today. So I'm going to a birthday party with a bunch of strangers. They'll get it though. (laughs) I don't know if they will. If you're hanging with Lynn, she'll 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 give them the skinny on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. So I know we need to draw it up. I'll have uh, Denny's be in charge of uh, getting the stencil and uh, kind of outlining it. And probably what you do is just kind of like do the design and then you can just start making the the black lines well, a little bit darker. The first thing you got to do is make it extraordinarily big. Yeah, uh, I mean, mine yeah. should go probably from my cheek to my boob. I think it goes from the back of the spine all the way right, right <laughs> before it's, the... It's sizable. It is the largest It's It's neck large. Tat. So I'll have uh, Denny's going ahead and start uh, applying that, and then I'll have him work on you guys here in a second. <laughs> Kevin have, said make a stencil. We have to keep it yeah. on for 24 hours? Is that, is that the rule here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can shower as you normally would, and then we'll see what you get. Yeah, Denny's yeah. is the best drawer here, so he's okay. the right man for the job. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. It's not going to take long at all. As soon as you kind of get... such a long As soon as you kind of get the beginning, Denny's, so. I'll, I'll let you finish in a second. I just want to show KBJ TV, and then I'll move on here, because I know are, drawing on the radio is not the best. Question. Are, do, are we going to have a, a, a double update from the tattoo? Because I'm not going to lie, man, my phone was blowing up. All day up until nighttime about uh-huh. yesterday's show. Yeah. Do we have any kind of update on anything? Um, Is that on prep? No, I mean, you know, the tattoo's on, both my wife and daughter. I, I saw my wife yesterday. I will say the hair does cover it up a good bit when she's there, but it's still it's still large. You just brush the hair back, and you can see it. Her boss saw it yesterday, and she's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, boy. So that uh, Her days are numbered. <laughs> yeah. Is so, that what she said? Uh, yeah, kind of. She she was like, you know, is that what I think it is? She's like, yeah, it's, it's the— Look, when your boss goes, that's interesting— Trust yeah. me, it's not good because well, they've said it to me before and it, they're not happy. I mm-hmm. saw Caitlin in, in some of the, she was in the chat room and stuff like that. And I know when we put on social media, there was a lot of opinions there were, that yeah, were there kind were, of negative. Did that get brought up at all? Nobody said anything. I didn't talk to Caitlin yesterday, so I, you know. Did the Queen know that we talked about it? Oh yeah, no, she uh, she did review the segment. She thought it was great. So she did. She's got no shame in the game. 
<laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's kind of what people wanted to know. Just how how is the reaction to everyone else's reaction? I mean, she gets it. She's like, look, I, she saw the numbers on it. She's like, my gosh, a lot of people really uh, had comments there. And she laughed at a few of them. Somebody said it looked like a hashtag. She she laughed at that, and she copied and sent that to Caitlin. So they were kind of laughing at some of the negative comments. <laughs> Poor Denny's feels it. bad to be yeah. tatting up a woman. Uh-huh. You okay. should. You just spanked me, Denny's. I got mine. Bird's got his. Let's show that off for the camera. Is, okay. is it big enough? We, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a good size. Yeah. And then we'll we'll take photos. We can put it right next to. Because I, I kind of want to go into Publix feeling like a badass today. You look at it. You can tell it's good. a sharpie. I still. I don't know. You just look like a crazy person. Take it till you make it, baby. <laughs> you look insaner. In my head, you look insane. <laughs> you normally look insane in Publix, but now you just look like you've gone full gorilla. Go. It fi- it, he finally snapped. This yeah. is it. <laughs> this is it. He's right. done. All right, we'll get this posted up on our social media accounts. Uh, you can follow KVG on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're on uh, TikTok as well. And then, of course, you can watch us on YouTube. Go and search for the KVJ Show, kvjshow.tv. The KVJ Show. Ow! <laughs> There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. <laughs> so many people are meth. Oh, I got a lot of Florida maniacs running around here on the Whacked Out News today. One of them is Raul Antonio Rodriguez Rojas, who was suspected of being drunk at a hotel bar in Naples. It was reported that there was a fight at the bar and customers were screaming that there was also a gun. Oh, Lord. Well, this woman says that uh, Raul Antonio Rodriguez Rojas was drunk and he shook his finger at her. <laughs> Does he have a finger gun like Isaac the bartender from the love boat? Yeah, I don't know in which way he shook his finger at her, but she turned to her husband to tell him that she was uncomfortable. <laughs> he suggested they just pay their tab so they could get out of there. Well, at that time, Raul Antonio Rodriguez Rojas decides to come over, grab the woman by the head, and kiss her. Oh, boy. She never gave him consent, and she has no idea who he is. You got to be careful when you wag a finger in front of someone's face. I saw at a bar back in the day some guy do it to another guy, and the guy bit the guy's finger and oh. would not let go. It was horrific to watch. <laughs> Just be careful when you're putting your finger in people's faces. Multiple witnesses tried to intervene before grabbing a gun from his bag. When officers asked who he was, he gave him the name Claude, which is so similar to Raul Antonio Rodriguez Rojas. Mm. Claude. During a pat-down, deputies found the pistol, and he was arrested. God, Claude Van Dammit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another Florida man is in jail after deputies say he chased two roommates around their house in Fort Myers with a machete. One of the victims told police he woke up to screaming in the living room. And when he walked in, he saw this dude holding a machete and fighting with one of his roommates. Then the guy turned around and started to chase him into the kitchen. So he didn't know the dude? He did know the guy. His last oh. name's McLean. Oh. <laughs> John McLean. <Yeah. laughs> From Die Hard? I love it. Deputies surrounded the house and then arrested McLean, who was found inside on the couch with the machete beside him. Apparently, this is a common call for the police in Fort Myers. They know the family well. They always have issues. The cop goes, you really think you could outsmart us? He goes, yippee ki mother boop. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Police in Utah arrested a man for burglary after he broke into a church and cooked himself some chicken nuggets he found in the fridge. Well, Jesus would want you to have a full belly of chicken nuggets. This happens a lot where people break in and they're there mm-hmm. to do one thing and they're like, oh, you know, I'm hungry. They get I mean, sidetracked, yeah. I get it. It's hard to burglarize on an empty stomach. Well, you burn a lot say, of calories. Let's say you are kind of hungry, but yeah. the job was just to, to break in. But for so you're curious, you go into the fridge, you go, oh, they got they got Uncrustables? They yeah. got real Tyson nuggets? <laughs> Yeah, Not just, that cheap right. crap like my mom bought. They got good stuff in the fridge. I can see how one could get distracted. You kind of go for it, yeah. A witness saw him enter the church after spotting him wandering through the neighborhoods in the area, looking into cars and backyards. Yeah, you call the cops on that guy. Looking into cars? Mm-hmm. I can't dial 911 fast enough. When officers arrived at the church, they found him rummaging through kitchen cabinets and putting a bag of chicken nuggets back into the refrigerator. <laughs> they also caught him taking three to four nuggets from the microwave and eating them. Well, that's a light snack, though. I mean, three to four, that's thats not really a lot. No, it's not. What are you, eight? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you think you'd probably go for uh, more. Officers charged Daniel Coleman with third-degree felony burglary after he broke into a meeting house belonging to the church. Of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's crazy, too, just as a sidebar, how many different options they have for chicken nuggets at the store. It's one of the one items that there's so many options with so many different products and companies. It's You, you don't see that with a lot of other options in their products, my friends. Massively popular. <laughs> it is. Very popular, yeah. From, from Tyson to generic, there's so many, Virginia. I know. I, I purchased them. I would have to say, honestly, behind pizza, nuggets might be the favorite kid food. Yeah, it's they do love it. And then maybe a mac and cheese is a third. You're right. Those are the three revolving staples in my house. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. They are all bangers. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I started to really develop a love of the well-cooked chicken tender. Okay. No, we know. It's, it's all the nugget's too small. Man, it, it's pretentious. We know. <laughs> no, okay. There's a lot of places doing that now. I know, and I like it fresh, not frozen, but that's just me. Okay. <laughs> you are a nugget slob. Or not slob. Slob. You're a nugget slob. A nugget slob? I meant to call you snob. <laughs> it's been really tough to talk to. What are you to? talking over there, Dusty Knuckles? <laughs> dusty Knuckles. <laughs> also, got a dusty tongue. It's been yeah. a bad day for me. <laughs> Well, 17-year-old Zachary Bailey has been arrested again. He kind of looks like he's 12 in his mugshot. Okay. But kind of like, remember that dude we had here? They called him Dr. Love. He was... Yes, he's a full-grown scammer that's got a baby face. Yeah, this is kind of like the same story as that. He was caught impersonating a doctor. He's 17, looks 12, trying to say he's a doctor, and now he's in trouble for allegedly defrauding a dealership of more than $100,000. How do you get access to that much damage? Like, they don't look at you and go, you look 12. Yeah, I don't know how he's getting all this kind of stuff, but, I mean, this is a problem for him because he was on a deferred sentence from the case when he's pretending to be a doctor. And then after he was arrested, officials said that authorities in other states are still interested in speaking to this dude Uh about impersonating other doctors and another incident where he was found driving an old police car and planning to impersonate an officer. So he's just kind of like living his whole life like that uh, one movie with Tom Hanks. Where he was chasing after Leo DiCaprio. Catch me if you can. Which right. is a very good movie, by the way. Yeah. And a true story. That is a great story. Th- that is a really good movie. I, I, I accidentally oh, I watched that not too that long movie. ago. And it's really... It, 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 it holds up. One. 
Zachary Bailey says he was just observing a workplace because he was interested in pursuing medicine as a career. He said he never actually treated anyone, but he did save somebody's life who was having a stroke in the hospital parking lot. They say that uh, he took him into the ER because he had access to the ER because people thought he was a doctor. So he's trying to, you know, use that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, know. you're losing the room. Not sure if it's going to work or not. So we shall see. All right. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we have got a KVJ raise your hand poll. We're going to find out uh, from anybody here on the KVJ show if they've ever eaten their own boogers. Oh, Yes. So you're going to be holding up your hand with pure honesty. If you're watching KVJ TV, you will know the answer next. The KVJ Show. Okay, time for a raise your hand poll. Okay, so what we're going to be doing here, we are going to be raising our hand if this applies to us. If you're watching... YouTube right now, you can see who is raising their hand to what. If you listen to the after the show today, we'll go deeper into the stories. I will tell you the stats, though, on how many KBJ show members have done each of the following. There's five of us, myself, Virginia, Jaybird, Denny's, and Suits. PH, y'all, pure honesty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, first one here. Raise your hand if you have eaten your own boogers. Raise your hand if you have done that. Have you eaten your own boogers before? On purpose. Yeah. Yeah, on purpose. Okay, we got uh, four out of five. 80% have eaten their own boogers. Okay, only one person here on the KBJ show has not. And the room is stunned. Yeah. I do, oh, this is such a tough bit for me because I want to talk so bad after Kevin has to quit. <laughs> shut up, Bert. Shut up. You Plenty know the rules. That's it. <laughs> okay, raise your hand if you have hunted an animal. Have you hunted an animal if you have? Raise your hand. Question. Yes. Does fish count? I think it does count. You're hunting. You're hunting. I'm asking Kevin. Oh, you're you're not in charge. Uh, you're- Pipe down. I'm going to say for this, no, because I think that might be a separate one. Dang, I'm wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So lippy, so wrong. Oh, you're lippy, too. In in my defense, you are very lippy as well. Do we have a Jaybird is wrong song? (laughs) Because I am... (laughs) Would that be bad if you have to make your own Jaybird is wrong song? I'm going to make my own songs about myself against myself. It's not the prettiest process. Okay, so haunted an animal. Raise your hand. Okay, we've got... Two out of five KVJ show members, 40% have attempted animal murder. (laughs) Okay. All right. Raise your hand if you've shared a joint with a complete stranger. Raise your hand if that is you, complete stranger. All right. Four out of five, 80% (laughs) of KVJ has shared a joint with a complete stranger. 80%. Hashtag cool. (laughs) Okay, raise your hand if you have lied to a police officer. Have you lied to a police officer? Okay, four out of five, another 80%. (laughs) Really? That's not a a a KBJ show. These numbers certainly help our street cred, though. They do. They're 
particularly high today. And three out of five of neck tats right now. So we are real, <laughs> real edgy. I was say, you guys look cool edgy. with them. Everybody cool. in the Ralston family now has a neck tat. I just walked by a, a uh, work meeting. I felt like a badass. People were looking at me like I was a badass. Yeah. I'm going to send my daughter and wife a text and be like, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> you we can full on go face, too. I mean, just look like you totally lost your mind. Oh, I have. Don't worry. <laughs> that was only 20% of the comments. Say, Kevin's about to lose his mind. Yeah. And we'll see it live on the air. <laughs> Y'all kill Kevin. <laughs> okay, and raise your time, raise your hand if you have had FaceTime or Skype loving with somebody. Okay, have you done that via FaceTime or Skype? If you have, that's an extension of. Wow. Okay. Sexting or we're talking like like, like, yeah, sex. like yeah. This like, is the visual. Right. Yeah, you've seen the visual. Yes, Dusty Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that horse. I we know Dusty Knuckles <laughs> answer. Oh yeah. Uh, gallop your hand right up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three out of five. Some 60%. horses need to raise both hands. Okay. We have learned quite a lot today. Okay. Yeah. That is. Uh, Quite some numbers there. <laughs> okay. Dusty knuckles. Wow. You can say too much. Mm-hmm. Who, okay. me or you? Wait, all of us. Oh, we huh? can just give too much information. Yeah. This bit brings that out. Maybe we have. All right. Exactly one hour from now, pretty much, we're going to be kicking off the after the show. You can watch it live on YouTube or Twitch. And right there on that platform, we'll be telling you the answers to who did what. Dang, Details. The, sh- the show's almost over. Look at you. You're yeah. having so much fun. I am. Sneaked up on you. I am having great fun. I am. You're having a good time. Yeah, I know. And you're sober. That's weird. Yeah. Crazy what's going on around here, huh? The KVJ Show. All right. Well, if you missed uh, Do It Be earlier, the loser had to get a neck tat, just like my wife and daughter did. And people were texting in saying, oddly enough, I don't like the neck tats on the girls, but I think they look great on you three. I am kind of digging it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I just, it, I just had to make it bigger on me. Oh, did yeah? I Let saw, me see. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. got. My name's Bones. Yeah, look at that. My He's got the three crosses out there. Just it, like uh, it does look like a hashtag. It, uh, his Dusty definitely knuckles. looks like a hashtag. His is a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Dusty Knuckles. Does it look like somebody was going to play tic tac toe on your neck and they stopped? <laughs> I'll take the center square. They ran out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it might work out. You want to, I see, we'll post it on our social media, also available on YouTube. Now, this is an interesting email. This person thinks that maybe their boyfriend's faking autism. What? Says, my boyfriend claims to have autism, but I kind of think he's lying. Anytime he acts in an awful way, he blames it on him having autism. Oh, Lord. Our waitress forgot to bring him his appetizer. He got really nasty with her, and then when he realized he, I was upset about it, he apologized and said it was his autism. He does this all the time. He treats people like crap and then blames it on his autism. His mother says he does not have it, but my boyfriend <gasps> says that his mom is wrong. His doctor supposedly diagnosed him, but I'm starting to not believe him. Is this just an excuse for his bad behavior, and how do you know if somebody's faking it? I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert in it, but, you know, outbursts to that level. They, they covered this on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. They had a, a situation where, I mean, he touches pretty much any subject, so he didn't care about the, the, the heat that he got for it. But, yeah, there was a situation where the kid was always misbehaving and being really mean to Larry. And he's like, uh, 
is he just being mean to me or is this, you know, what, what his mom is saying? Look, either way, this sounds like a lot of drama in your life and you're going out to eat and he's being mean to waiters and waitresses. I can't be with that man. I don't care what the issue is. I cannot be with him if he's going to be mean to wait staff because I care too much about being nice to wait staff. It's like so high on my priority list. I can't. I can't with him. Yeah, the only thing I kind of know about the spectrum and whether or not he's faking it, it, it seems like there's just, it's very broad. It and is very broad. I don't know that you can really paint a brush and say this is the face of autism. I think that it, it goes across a lot. It is kind of interesting because my wife is in early childhood development, and she'll often tell me sometimes she'll see traits in adults, and she would be like, I bet they're on the spectrum because this is standard, this is standard. And it seems like for her, when she's identifying it kids, there are several factors. And it's not necessarily one thing, but it'll add up. If you see three or five or more traits, then they typically will take them to someone who is you know, qualified to diagnose. Well, I think what's gotten confusing as it seems as, as the years have gone on, the spectrum seems to have gotten a lot bigger and yeah, grander. Sure. So when something becomes so big it, as the spectrum, you ask your is, is that just a human element that where, where mm. people you know some people act certain certain ways compared to other people, and that is just how the whole species of humans act. You yeah, know, some people that act different in certain social situations than others. I think this is boiling down to one question, and I have suits put up in a poll: Does autism excuse bad behavior? Because I think that's what you're looking at. But here. his own mother said he's not. It's, so, po- it's possible that, you know, you could have it diagnosed later in life and maybe he sure. went without her. And Absolutely. That, and that's what could have happened is where he's older now. He yeah. went to a doctor and the doctor's saying. Because maybe he was a little alarmed with his own behavior and said, I don't understand why I'm doing this. And, you know, he talked to somebody and they said, oh, OK, well, here's why. What I think, too, what people are always concerned, they you can't just be mean to somebody and then say, oh, that's just my, that, that, whatever whatever is going on in your life. Because yeah. then you're not accountable of your actions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll uh, ask the question on the KVJ TV chat on YouTube. Does autism excuse bad behavior? And uh, we'll see what the people have to say. If you got a comment, you can text it into us as well. 877-979-WRMF. KVJ. So this girl has a boyfriend who has these outbursts. Every now and then, there's just something that's not really good and behavior-wise rude to somebody. And then when she calls him on it, he'll be like, ah, oh, that's my autism. And then she's confused because she had a conversation with his mom about the autism, and she's like, you don't have autism. Oh, boy. So he's saying, no, I do. Uh, my mom doesn't know. And we got that done. Now, KJ had said there are a lot of people that are out there now self-diagnosing themselves for all kinds of different ailments. They you know, they, they see a TikTok video that says, if you do this, you have... People are doing it for their ADHD. Yeah. I'm, I, all right, so give me your Adderall. Right. People are definitely self-diagnosing with all of their issues. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you got to separate it all and say, okay, well, you know, there are a lot of people that have something. It feels like everybody's got a little bit of something today. And the question is, does that ever excuse rude behavior like what he's exhibiting and so i just you know asked if autism for instance would excuse bad behavior i'm not an expert on this i just want to see what people thought 77 percent of people said no 
So most people would say that your autism doesn't give you an excuse to lash out, be nasty to people. And all of a sudden you snap back in and be like, sorry, it's just the autism talking. What? No. Someone cut you off at traffic. You said a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then you yell at your wife. You fire three bullets into their tires. It's autism. Five minutes later. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Ramey in the chat room said, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are just using these things as a crutch and an excuse for their bad behavior. Well, you, we see that with mental health il- illness, you know. Oh, it's my panic disorder. It's my depression. It's this yeah. or that. And you're cheating on your wife. But it was my... <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Yeah, you're right. You would think at least it would have to line up. You've got to stay in what it is that the attributes of that thing you have is supposed to be. And that would be the thing. I've, I've not known... People have autism to have outbursts of, of rudeness. And again, the spectrum is so wide that maybe there is a portion of it where they do. I've, I've not experienced that part of it. I think it's possible. Okay. None of us are experts. No. That's why it's, it's tough to talk about because we don't know. Well, and that's why I'm just, you know, curious in this instance, you know, a, a, an overwhelming majority of people don't think that your boyfriend has an excuse for his bad behavior. And so now you've got to take that kind of information, that opinion from a lot of people, uh, 160 people that uh, sounded off on that. Uh, do you give him a pass for when he's rude and he says it's his autism? Because if not, you'd be like, going, no, I'm sorry. You're kind of being a jerk. And that's the kind of stuff that affects whether or not you're going to stay with somebody. Of course. I mean, I'm with Virginia. I could never be with somebody who's going to talk down to anybody that's serving me or helping me out or it's one of my most favorite yeah. things to do in the world is go out to eat and it's one of my most favorite things to do when i'm out to eat is have a connection with my server and and become friends and have them recommend things and have nice rapport and i love it i love doing that and so if somebody is sitting at my table and they're messing with that vibe I don't care if it's friend or family. I'm not dining with them ever again. And if it's a boyfriend, I'm breaking up with him. Ike's got an interesting point in the chat room. He says, it's not autism, it's anger management disorder. Mm. And I, I do think a lot of us have anger issues. And that's another spectrum where some people yeah. can control their anger a little bit better than others. And that is a major problem, I think. Just the human experience. I think that that, that happens with us, in our species. And I, I think you've all got to weigh that too. If you're talking about being in a relationship with somebody, and, and maybe it is just misdiagnosed. Maybe there is something chemically that's going on with him that is causing these outbursts. And then that's just what you have to ask yourself. Be like, can I be in a relationship with somebody that is prone to these outbursts? And I would imagine there's the two factors of how bad are they and how frequent? How long yeah. do they last? It doesn't feel right to say your, your bad behavior is excused. It just doesn't doesn't, it doesn't feel good. No. You shouldn't get an easy pass. It's no. like, okay, I could I could do a deeper dive, and I could probably be in a relationship that had something like that, but I would have to be and walk with you to understand this more, and then it would be a question of how bad and how frequent it is. Because it's tough. And then what are you doing? Is there anything you can do to decrease the amount, the anger, the everything else that comes with it? I know somebody who went through anger management, and they said it changed their life. For the better? For the better. Yeah. yeah. They just they realized that they were getting angry at everything, yeah. and they, for whatever reason, the person that worked with them really connected with them. And I think that's an important thing, mm-hmm. too, is to get with somebody you connect with. It's almost like dating when yeah. someone's trying to help you out with your for any kind of mental issue. I think about anybody needs some kind of therapy. I even talk to people that run businesses, and they all have coaches. 
I was like, well, I was surprised by that. You're talking CEOs, and all of them have their own coaches. And they say they're people that help look at my business and how I run things, how I react to people, how I talk to people, how I communicate, all those kind of like little things. I think we all need that. I mean, if somebody who's running a Fortune 500 company needs someone to kind of tell them how to behave, I think we all probably could use somebody in some therapy constantly to say, hey, here's how I'm reacting in situations. I'm getting bad results. Help me out. I could. I, I completely agree with you. Again, I think it's making sure you're connected with the right type of mentor-like yeah. person. But it might be yeah, worth the- looking if you don't find the right person right away saying, okay, I'll, I'll hopefully find this person eventually and give it five or ten tries. We all need a little bit of a, a guide. No doubt. Well, you can look to somebody like in your own field that's really good and doing better than you at what you're trying to do and say, hey, is there any way you would mentor me? I just admire you so much. I'm still waiting for Kevin to respond to me. <laughs> Send him a text. I'll get back soon. <laughs> no, he won't. I know. <laughs> Yeah, there's many different forms in which you can find somebody to kind of help you through. But to me, if you do have behavior that is causing issues in your relationships and you know you're pushing people away from you, it would be probably smart to get diagnosed to not only know specifically what you have, but what you can do to try to improve that condition. I'm so with Kevin. I think we all have something that's either holding us back or we could work on. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. My KVJ show. Okay, we all have a price. My question is, what is yours? How much would it take for you to get three crosses permanently tattooed on your neck, like my wife and daughter did, and like what we're wearing right now? <laughs> I got. I know I've said it before, but they look really good on you, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe that's a weird thing that's yeah. happening. Who wore better? I'll do yours. That. Look good. Well, yeah, I have to do a, the. This versus my wife. I'll do a who wore it better. Sweet Denny's did a great job at our tags. Yeah, he did. He's pretty good. I don't know if I would say they look good. You, your hair's covering them a lot too much, Virginia. Yeah, there we go. Let's see that neck. <laughs> yeah. Looking good. Uh, I don't hate them on my neck, so it wouldn't be that much for me. I mean, it's a, it's, it's big. It's a big $10,000, would you do it? For ten k. Permanently tattoo those three crosses on your neck. I think I would. Whoa, okay. Really? I don't. 10K? You took his low ball offer? You didn't try to raise it? That was terrible. You're a terrible negotiator. (laughs) (laughs) You just took the first thing he threw at you. I am out of my mind. I. 10K. (laughs) I'm not thinking right. My mind's still in do it, B. How much for you, Virginia? Oh, she's gonna. It's gonna be a lot. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even entertain it until we got into the hundreds of thousands. I, I see you going even to a million. You hate tattoos on on the neck. On me, I do not w- want a tattoo. I've thought about it, and I've actually, you know, my husband is covered in tattoos, and mm-hmm. so I've looked. At him, and I've looked at myself, and I've thought about, okay, what would I get if I even got one? Like, where would I put it? Like, nothing seems appealing to me. Oh, my gosh. A, a crawfish on the upper left thigh? Okay. Tell me that ain't, ain't going to hit hard. Crawling towards my privates? <laughs> I'm just saying, you're uh. a crawfish kind of gal. Looking for a warm spot to live? Uh. It's hidden? <laughs> I don't know because the no the thigh you would be able to see that in a bathing suit. No, 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 upper. Mm. You can see every part of my thigh in a bathing suit. Okay, 
You're wearing skimpy suits, Virginia. No kidding. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I have to explain to you how bathing suits work. I do. I just feel like you always... Oh, I don't want... I don't want it's going to cough me. Thigh? No, never mind. <laughs> I think for the uh, overall cost, I'm a little bit higher as well. $350,000, though, I start really considering it. That'd be about where I'd be like, okay, I might be able, you might be able to buy me for three fifty. That feels a little low for me. For the, okay. Yeah, you're, I think Virginia's. She's gonna. At, she's when gonna it comes to her senses, it'd be a million for okay. you. All right, what is your price? How much would it take for you to have a six-inch long Audi belly button? It goes out. And it protrudes six inches out of your stomach. So it's twice as long as Jason's. Oh, right. oh easy. wow! Easy, With easy. the language, yeah. my right. gosh, did school started. But imagine how that would be pretty long. You would have a problem with your shirt. Are you going to go with a six-inch long Audi belly button? See, I could make an Audi work. I would paint it. I would. I would. I would probably even get. It's so phallic at this point. Like, what's the shape? Come straight out. Just kind of like you ever seen. Some people do have those Audis that do kind of go out, and just even having an Audi looks a little odd. Not six sometimes. inches, they don't go out. No, six is inches is a big Audi. It's, yeah. it's your umbilical cord at it, that point. It would, yeah. But I think, okay, uh, give me, give me fifty thou, fifty thousand dollars. I'm going, low, I'm going too low again. Wow. <laughs> I think you are. I, I never you do. are a cheap date. <laughs> that sounds really this. rough, man. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm, I'm you thinking, would stun anyone if they ever saw you shirtless. I'm thinking I could peacock it, but you're right. Peacocking's a it's, it's a it's a it's a move. It's it is. It's, it's a, a move. You will always look different. I don't know what article of clothing you wear that doesn't. You always have to wear a shaman shirt, like those shirts that the shaman wears. I'd have to go full on Jedi. I'd and even to... then, you would still see it every now and then if the wing caught it the right way. You'd be like, "What is that sticking out of his stomach?" I'd have to dress like a Jedi. Yeah, you Which, would. Could you ever tape it down or no? Think, it's well, breaking no, the rules. No, it sticks straight out. No. I just had to ask. All right, just respecting it. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah, for something like that, I am probably starting at about $20 million. $20 million? $20 to $25 have a six-inch long Audi belly button. Oh, I'll do it for less than that. Really? $20 million? Yeah, $20 million. No, I would do it for a cool million. Maybe I'm not, maybe I am not judging I don't the feel Audi like you're, as hard yeah. as I should. I mean, I could just wear maxi dresses, and 80% of the time, you would not be able to see it. I mean, huh. if, a, if a girl had an Audi, I wouldn't be devastated by that. I I guess I'm not. Okay. But I mean, it would it would remove a few things you could do in the bedroom. She's got a six inch long Audi. What would it remove? I would know. Come here, hold my foot. Oh, are you talking about a little? little I'm talking about even a little mish. <laughs> How are you going to do mish with a girl who got a six inch long Audi belly button? You would have to. Well, I think we would have. To okay, yeah. Mish. Show me on suits. Okay, suits? yeah. All right. I think you have to kind of pin it back, Kev. Okay, I, I got gotcha. you. But okay. are you allowed to pin it back? I got Don't you. cheat the game. Let's is that like what, taping me back? That's what you're saying. Okay. That's, that's a rough one, though. Okay. Oh, you got to stick it on that one, Ross. Wow. All right. I'm a lot uh, higher than you guys are on that. Head games. How much would it take for you to be a foot shorter than what you are? We get to saw off a foot of your height. How much for that? I'd be four five. Uh huh. You would. You would be four five. Because I'm I'm five four and a half. So I, I like to round up and say I'm five five. Okay. A full foot, you said. You could still rock four or five. I think girls could pull it off a lot easier than guys. $100 million. 
A hundred million on that Am one. Am I going too big now? Wow. Yes. A hundred okay. million on that? A hundred million? Whoa. He's Mr. No $10,000 and all of a sudden he's a hundred million. That's I, crazy. I don't like this, Gary. It's making me look really stupid. You blue do it, bitch, and now you're blowing this. I agree. It's not been a strong Tuesday for the bird. <laughs> Get it yeah. together. Dusty I hope you're going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to ruin this bit for... Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably start at a million. A million take off a foot. I'd be uh, right then, just at um, about six foot right now. I'd be right at five foot. <laughs> Give me a million, I'd think about it. I think, again, it's a lot harder for a girl, a lot that harder is, for a guy than is, a girl. I would probably do it for less than a million, but more like maybe 700,000. It's odd. I seem to hate the six foot Audi or the six inch Audi over <laughs> losing a foot. <laughs> Of a height. I don't know why. I shouldn't have read the comments. They all think I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> They're not believing Dusty Knuckles. Not, not believing Dusty Knuckles. They might be right. It's KBJ. Well, today is National Relaxation Day. Oh, this is perfect. Oh, doesn't that sound lovely? I huh? love it. Yeah. Nice little day to relax. Tuesday's a good day to do it. Taco Tuesday. Get some tacos in your belly and just go pass just out. relax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I need to relax. Magnolia had friends over last night, and I could hear them in the den. They were up, like, hooting and trying to teach Rocco how to play beer pong. What? How's Rocco now? <laughs> He's eight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, I, I don't know, not say everything on the radio. <laughs> 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 Whoops. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, huh? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, if uh, you want to get your eight year old really going, you can take him to Dunkin'. They're going to be coming out with a new line of spiked coffees and teas. How about that? Now, apparently. Spiked at Dunkin'? Yeah, apparently they're only going to be available in stores, not the actual Dunkin's themselves. So you'll oh. see the Dunkin' brand. I, I love the Dunkin' brand in the stores, they have the coffee. Prepackaged and sealed up, it's delicious. I mean, Kev, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I run on Dunkin'. I know and you do. You also run on alcohol. Yeah, it's eight, perfect. Eight flavors to start. So no idea when they're going to be coming out, but uh, something you can uh, look forward to. Well, if they need a guy to help them promote them. Yeah, there you go, Bird. I mean, you drink coffee at all? Only when Virginia spikes it with alcohol during the morning show publicly. So, yes. I mean, you, you drink what Duncan's going to be making. Yeah. Because I make them sweet and strong and give you a buzz. And it sounds like that's, they're manufacturing this. Sounds like you kind of already had some. <laughs> <laughs> KVJ. If you have not heard, we've got some money coming your way on Thursday. WRMS High Low Cash is back. It is going to start at 9 a.m. on Thursday morning. Then every hour on weekdays, you're going to have a chance to take a guess at the jackpot between one and $5,000. Lots of money is going to be coming up here, so make sure you are here all week long at WRMF. All right, Bird, wrap us up with your thought for the day. Talked a lot about worrying today. We did? <laughs> Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.